What's that on up a yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. So gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So tell me, Shay, now, how long does it take to get from Pikeville, Kentucky to Whitesburg, Kentucky? About 35 minutes. And by 35 minutes, you mean two hours. <clears throat> two hours and 35 minutes. Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresh than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult of mini truck culture. We are your hashtag voice of the low life. I'm LMC, and this is my co-host, Shay. Ho! And we're bringing you another episode of the lowest common denominator podcast. So speaking of demons, um, my, my father-in-law looks at me the other day and says, do, have you ever messed with the Ouija board? I was like, well, obviously, hold yeah, the fucking yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, my best friend got me one that I summoned. Right, with so it. most teenagers play with themselves to porn, yeah. and you did it to a Ouija board. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I got it out in front of him, and I, I, I swear, I watched a soul leave his body. So this is gonna be a hell of a hell of a episode. I told him that we could summon some actual demons, and he just yeah. went on board. And you know what's really funny is we actually have some new listeners after the last couple of weeks, and this is what they hear. What we dropped This off. is That's in the funny. first minute, in the first fifty-four seconds, <laughs> we we I cut on you for being late. Well, we fair. talk about cults. Yep. Demon summonology. Yes. I don't know if summonology is so, a thing or not. Yeah. Demonology. And Ouija board masturbation. Mm. So you want to try some Mountain Dew? Oh, I love Mountain Let's Dew. Let's try some Mountain Dew. Hell but yeah. first, before we try some Mountain Dew, this is a full house tonight, and we have a super special guest, and of course, as always, an esteemed co-host with us uh, as a special edition. Uh, first and foremost, we have Trooper Mike Burton here. Mike, thank you for joining us. And uh, you, you and I, and then we have the one, the only, Eric Jones from Graphic Disorder. and Who does most of our art. A... They, well, I guess he, you know what? Yeah, I, 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 you, I guess he really you, does. You really have done most yeah, of our shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he and he and Kelly tag team it and stuff, and and uh, uh, and we ask for some, weird shit. Start turning out some amazing stuff that most Absolutely. people don't buy. Absolutely, and yeah. that's totally fine yeah, because fine. you know I think I it's more us it. than anything. I think the artwork is good, but I think there's probably some serious flaws in our salesmanship. Um, and now some, you're going to have to wait a little more. Just for making me wait for two hours. That's fine. That's fine. I'm, well, used, to, I'm used to wait. I was here. I, I was. Yeah, I'm used Lee to waiting. Was here. Lee I'm was used here. To wait. I can't. I can't hold that against. Listen, Lee. I'm late on everything, so it'd just be like a normal day for me. You're like, oh yeah, they're about two months out further, and I'm like, well, okay. You're talking to the dude that showed up to East Tennessee Showdown uh, at noon thirty. Yep, no, that's true. Show. I yeah. didn't even see him there. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you missed know. all the fun festivities, and uh, couldn't get you to come down the night before Sunlight. because of silly, silly no. work. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had your fancy straw hat and all that shit, so I don't think sunlight was a problem. That's true. Yeah, but it, I would have to get up earlier in the morning. You look like a just a psychotic rice farmer. In thank that you. Thing. Thank it's you. Just, it's, thank it's, you. It's, it's I, very I, insane. I was looking. going for that. Uh, when did the hat, the straw hat trend, Eric? Since you have your pul- finger in the pulse of such things, when did that happen? Um, I mean, I've been wearing them for years because really, it's just. I was about to say, when did it ever They're stop? They're fucking great. Really? Have you ever wore one? No, no. You should, you should try one. You no. should try one. No uh, joking. My mom. Ten degrees cooler. Absolutely. My 63-year-old mom does when she's mowing the grass. That's right. She mows grass. My dad wears and one. Bef- and before you say anything, she mows grass because she won't let me because I don't do it good enough. She is a perfectionist. So it's well, not me being a lazy asshole like no, usual. I, I won't cut fucking grass, but my 63-year-old father also wears one way cuts grass. Okay. Oh, right. When you drive by, you take it and dip it in the pool and get it wet oh, and put it on your head. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's shoot. Now, that's that's fucking amazing. Well, I guess that kind of does make sense. Hadn't really, hadn't really thought about that. Oh, we so did have a customer at Mini Nats tell us that that was their number one seller. Really? Was the straw hat? Was it was? So is that something that you can actually provide? Yes and no. Can okay. You order that? Um, I guess you. Make I can get. I can point you in the right direction. Well, that is very interesting, actually. Shay, is that something we need to do? Can, since can you we, embroider those? 
Uh, most of the time they come with patches on the front. Ah, and I've seen the, some and, metal tags too. And I then think. the big thing now is the underside of them have a printed design in them. I had no idea. Mine's, really? mine's a cheap one. Mine's a cheap one. Uh, that's that's actually pretty cool. Maybe we the, should consider that. Sorry, I was distracted by you know, Burns RF working. interference I'm, here. It, it happens. It's just par for the course. The uh, um, the, so like I guess since we're kind of the you know the the shtick of the hillbillies here, we probably need to do straw hats, don't we? And straw hats are sweet. So we have you. Some, you have to wear one though. For I will not. You that do. will not happen. I don't understand. Uh, Why do. wouldn't you want to wear one? Self-respect. No offense, Eric. Oh, I, I can't. I, he won't wear no. Crocs either. He doesn't understand. Well, you can I don't have Crocs. You should try them. Have you ever wore a pair? No. Eric, do you own Crocs? I don't, but I have a pair of Hey Dudes. It's the same thing. You have Hey Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I've heard them are comfortable. They are comfortable. They are. They're, they're, well, they're, I don't know how the fuck you time. There's like a special way to time. You don't actually time. You just like knot the ropes on each side no, of the there's shoe, a, there's right? No, there's a little thing right here, man. A pull thing you can use. Oh, but I don't use that because I got big ass fucking feet. So I, don't well, I wear a 14. So do they make those in men's sizes? Yeah. yeah. I wear a 13. So you're not you're <laughs> that much bigger. But, but I also wear like an extra, extra wide. Yeah, I, I wear extra wide too. So <laughs> okay. I All right. right. Well, with my 10 and a half shoes. Oh, that's, that's sweet, Mike. I, that's do you sweet. get those out of the baby gap or. <laughs> You know, I can't I can't wear skate shoes anymore, and it kills me because that's something that I never quite grew out of. I always loved having Why? skate shoes because they don't make any one. No manufacturer makes a wide skate shoe, and where they're super they don't, they're, thick, they're more narrow than a normal shoe anyway. They don't look it. Oh, you're talking about like uh, – I'm talking about like a DC or a World Industry. Do you remember Airwalks? Like of course I remember Airwalks. Airwalks I was born in best, the 80s. Man, so Airwalks are some of the best-looking shoes Dude, ever. on my Tacoma. I still got a pair. Do you really? Yeah. Do you really? There's, when I worked for Advance, we had to wear solid black shoes. Yeah. Airwalks was the only thing I could find that was solid black with, like, the soles or nothing was colored. I know oh, somebody yeah. has a black sole. Yeah. I, I do. Sorry. I just throw that out there. Shades, black sole. Right, like, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. I had to get yeah. something like a wear. I can't wear a shade. So yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> I probably could. Yeah, I mean, could if you want to wear them, range your buddies for life. You have to uh, wear a few extra pairs of socks, I'm afraid. Yeah, so we about six. Cute little <laughs> ten and a half feet. Um so anyway, yeah, so we have a superstar special guest that actually drove all the way up here and left work two hours early to get here. Early. I'm sorry, I work in the hospital. It's fine. It's, so, it's soul sucking. Shit. It I makes mean, you feel like, better. It's weird. Huh? He's looking at you when he says this stuff. What? Like you was late, like several hours late, and I thought I was going to have to interview as a missing person. It was God, so God. I was getting a little worried about now, here's you. Here's the thing. Have you ever known me to be Well, I love it. You know when I'm like, like getting, huh, you just stop answering the phone completely. You just like, nah. <laughs> I was, and I know you fucking do, so don't act like you don't. God I was, damn it. I was on the phone with the doctor that time. Mm-hmm. I was. Sure you were. Right. I, was. I know how it rings when somebody's on the phone because you have Verizon also and no. No, I, I have a company phone too. What uh, town oh. was you in when you said you was in town? <laughs> That's my question. Company phone. Okay, let's do this Mountain Dew thing. Uh, everybody here is kind enough to join us in the generic Mountain Dew taste test as we got. And, and usually I would build this up a little bit more. So, but, you know, we've waited for hours and it's no longer cold. So it says it's citrus punch? It's Mountain Dew Overdrive and it's only available at Casey's Truck Stops, which I think is pretty damn cool. I, found I like this, the artwork on it. Well, Casey's had bought out a bunch of the pilots around here. So I actually stopped at Pilot in Middlesbrough the other day while I was down there checking out. Uh, the grounds for revolution. And Did you know that Seven uh, Eleven bought uh, Speedway? Nuh-uh. Yep, bought them all. I forgot. It, it That's was like weird. There's a lot of money. That's a really strange thing. Yeah, so we're gonna have Seven Elevens around here now. Did you know the weird. Speedway? Yay! <laughs> Did you know the Speedway used to be Super America? 
Yes. Yeah, that yeah. actually was one of the Ashland Oil properties. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, my dad used to buy kerosene from there back in the day. Yeah, it's random. Yeah, it's random. I mean, ADD's yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very varied sense of interest in things. You know, uh, Eric and I, and I'm, I'm stoked to maybe talk about this later again. We were talking about you the history Happy of Saltville. Of course, I remember Happy Mart. Yeah. Happy Mart was the, great. Uh, Happy you know Mart in Pipeville. Yeah, right there at the T intersection stuff. I remember Happy Mart. A there really was one in well, Allen, too. There was one in Allen, too. So, Happy Mart. When I was a little boy, my dad had a very small ownership stake in the Showboat Lounge, which was a bar and restaurant in Pikeville. And it was really shitty in modern history. It was shaped like a showboat. Uh, but he actually owned it in part with a guy named Tommy Abadou, who owned a radio station <laughs> around here. And a movie theater. Uh, uh, lawyer connection. But anyway, so like they would go over and do their business shit and whatever so, and stuff. And then we would leave late at night. And, and Happy Mart. Well, shush, shush, shush. So Happy Mart was the only but, thing um, open. Do you want to hear my goddamn Happy Mart story or not? <laughs> hey, who's this guy that comes a couple hours to get here? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're busy talking about gas stations I in just, Eastern Kentucky. Um, what? You know, hell with it, David. I'm not telling my Any, happy anyways. Story. No, anyway. I'm not telling my happy so, story. Like, is that one like another one of Mike Caudle's random hobbies? Having a part ownership in a bar? It's definitely a, a very a boat strange bar. one. A boat bar. A boat bar. A yeah. boat bar. Well, it, was, it, it just it's looked like a boat. right up there. Speaking of things that look like a boat, you know, Eric is really into boats, and we probably need to talk more about our guests. But first, Mountain Dew, because I'd really like to try this. Okay, so right, this is Mountain Dew Overdrive, and and guys, thank you for joining us in this part of it. This is an inaugural thing. You know, when you're a guest here, you have to try it. So we're okay. going to crack it so, open. Actually, sit, I've already opened mine, so sit. I don't get the... Yeah, y- there you go. There you go. We needed that. It smells like... I don't know what the hell like it smells like. fruit punch. Smell like... Smell fruit punch, you guys? It smells like a... It smells like the stuff they make it like. Thanksgiving and stuff, the fruit punch bowls. Ah, oh, it does actually. It smells it like an orange cleaner. Mm. It smells like protein perfume. That's really kind of. <laughs> I don't no, like no, this. No, I feel no, creepy the smelling this. Like the big bowls. That's what it smells like. What is it? What's the name? The party punch, like yeah. with the Seven Up and the mm-hmm. Hawaiian punch in it, and the yeah, sherbet, yeah, the orange like sherbet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They do that in y'all's neck of the woods too. Yeah, they I th- do. I thought that was yeah. just an Eastern Kentucky thing. It's pretty much the same thing. Is really? I really just thought it was an Eastern Kentucky thing. What do you think? Did you try it? It kind of tastes like it, too. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They just yeah. bottled this. This is melted party punch. Yeah. This is this is legit. This is at the end of the party when they're just trying to give it away in gallon jugs yeah. so they don't want to pour and it all out. you're making the kids drink it because you yeah. don't want to waste it. Right, 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 right. Get over here. Get some more punch. Get okay. grandma's punch over here. All right, I, I'm going to say I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think it's pretty good. This one actually doesn't taste fucking terrible. I'm not sure what I think about it. It would probably be... It, Probably better if it was a lot colder. Uh, it, it was very cold two hours ago. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Very, you know, and, and even an hour ago when Mike got here, it was still cold at that point. It's just that last hour that really just kind of did the temperature thing in, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's probably going to leave. Good things f- are worth waiting for, though, ain't they? That's what I've always been told. What? Good things probably, are worth waiting It's probably going to leave a what? I, I always wait. Uh, by that, I mean I'm always late. It's probably going to leave a weird aftertaste. I think probably just like yeah, the real I think, punch. I think, yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least you're not getting the you know the sorbet mustache though. That's so true. that's that is pretty cool. I would uh, I would love for a sorbet be in it though. Right, because it looks like you're going down in a furry when you do that. Hmm. You know, peach colored furry like Rudy the Bear. Yeah, you know. Got to work with today. Said one of the funniest. Have you ever heard the phrase peach meat? What the no peach meat? I'm terrified. But please enlighten me. Ass. You know, like you send the, the, the peach emoji? Yeah. Yeah. Peach meat. I don't do the internet. Oh, my God. He's 
down. Wow, you're an IT guy. What the fuck? Really? Is that a thing? Yeah, I'm an IT guy. I actually do real IT things. Like, actually, I'm doing a fiber optic crossover with TLS this week. I'm not going peach meat emojis. Look at my eggplant. Look at my eggplant. Do, do you use the eggplant emoji? Aren't you supposed to? No. Oh. That's for the children. Moving around along. So, Eric Jones has joined us here today. I actually we, do we, use the uh, I use the eggplant on a certain person that does a good morning post every day. So wow. about once a week, I'll drop a eggplant in wow. here just for him. Wow, I'm I'm lost in this because I don't do social media. Yeah, damn it. The uh, so yeah, so Eric so joined you, us. Oh, so I, I called only part of that. So you send eggplant emojis to one random person all the time? Oh, he's not a random person. He sits in the next office over. Oh, nice. So, ah, nice. I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah. Nice, very nice. Actually, that makes sense. And of course, we're referring to Bram. Um, and, and you know, we didn't really want to like. Because I'm sure that everybody would expect that the first thing we'd do is drill you about, you know, the business Work. and stuff like that. And that's and that's and that's cool. And I'm sure that's that we all, will touch on let's it. Let's just talk about inappropriate things because so it's, it's fucking fun. epic. And, and, and you know, we would love to yeah. talk on it a little bit. But that's not at all why we were excited to get you down here. Uh, now I did not do a blind side. I've not done anything like I did to poor Justin. There's no list of oh, questions. That's fine. I thought about it, so, but then I didn't want to, I can. didn't want people to get used to it. No, we, we're so, you're safe. We on, didn't do that. On the way here, I was thinking about. I, I'm sure everybody's actually done this. This is actually a truck thing. Actually, yeah, the two and a half The, the hours. long, long yeah. drive that yeah. you had. <laughs> yeah, that the, he has to make again tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, you know, I, I know you all have done it before, but spray painting your interior. Well, uh, yeah, okay, of course well, I've done it. Okay, <clears throat> recently. <clears throat> yeah, I had to. Anyways, you know you know when you spray paint all of it? This has a weird and it's, gets fuzz hot. to it. Why does my mouth feel it's fuzzy? It's because it has... It has Ice cream in it. That's it's kind of fair. It's kind of waxy. It no. has a wax. Right, it does. It's like, do you remember the Halloween little uh, harmonica candy that you used to be able to get? The orange harmonicas? Yeah, and the, this and reminds, the Coke bottles. And the Coke bottles. Yeah. This reminds me of that. I agree with that, actually. Man, that's that's nickel nips. I forgot about yeah. those things. Yeah, those are great. Nickel nips. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think you're right, yeah. It's the juice out of the, the <laughs> wax soda bottles. <laughs> Man, those things green always, and the bread and the yellow all mixed together. Those things looked so cool when you was a kid. You was like, oh, I can't wait to give it tastes like garbage. So, do you remember the Dr. Pepper filled bubble gum? It tasted nothing like Dr. Pepper at all. It was this, terrible. This nasty, goopy gel in your mouth that, like, hey, kids, this is what Dr. Pepper tastes like, but it wasn't. All right, let's go. Oh, now we're on the subject of candy. You all remember White Crunch Bars? No. You all really remember? It's from yeah. the 90s? Those things were phenomenal. Was they Good. not? White Crunch Bars. Yeah. Maybe. You had the regular chocolate ones, but the white ones was the cool ones. Yeah, white ones. No, I think. They were like white chocolate, I believe. Hey, if you do get the chance, get Canadian Kit Kats. Why? What's the difference? They're... The They're chocolate. full of yak meat. Yeah, apparently. It's, it's elk and, it's elk and <laughs> caribou. Yeah, maple syrup. I'm all about that. Maple syrup? And Seriously, like what, fuck what yeah. the hell is a Canadian Kit Kat? They're made by Nestle, so it has different chocolate on it. We've got a club guy that comes down to a lot of shows, yeah, okay. and he'll bring them with him. So he brought like a whole case of them to Mini Nats. Really? Yeah. Well, I've I've never well, I should have Mrs. Dale a... next time he comes in. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I he brought us some chocolate milk from the, from where he's he works at up there. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. It, Phenomenal. Was that was from Canada? Was that it was from Canada. Yes. Are was, we allowed? Was to? Was it cow milk? Yes. <laughs> no. It was like, yeah, are you sure? Yeah, milk. Were they, were they, <laughs> moose. It was moose. Yeah. When they get moose. done milk in the caribou <laughs> for the milk, they send them to the Kit Kat factory <laughs> and fill the candy with <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> them. Wait, did we commit like a crime? Oh, like, I, was that? I'm sure. Did that go through customs and shit? He does. I bet it did. He's, he's allowed to try. He just smoked that me, shit in. He told me that. It. He told me it was like, 
Anything. Less of twenty dollars worth of stuff or something. You don't. This episode don't, is completely pointless. Don't have to pay anything. Completely on. pointless. Oh, have, what episode God. really has a point? Um, I love talking about candy. Though. I'm fat as fuck, and I love candy. <laughs> it's making the, me hungry. The Uncle Doug episode was good. It, it had was, a, kind of a point. It did. It did have a point. Yeah. The yeah, stories is. afterwards were the best part, though. It was. I agree. Yeah. Some of the stories so, we could never tell. So speaking of stories, you know, we do have a guest, and uh, we probably would love to kind of start going that direction. Because I got some candy bars. We are I, 15 I, minutes I in. I mean, I was and, enjoying the candy bar stuff. Well, I mean, I was too. The yak meat filled Canadian Kit Kat with like you know the caribou milk covered maple stuff. That was pretty covered maple syrup. That's pretty awesome. I think they sold that at like. Denny's or wait no hold on we're talking about Canada what's a Canadian Tim Hortons is that what the Canadian Denny's is pretty much man I love Tim Hortons have you been to a Tim Hortons yeah there's one in Ashland really yeah no shit for real they got a uh, coat well, that's kind of like Canada that's pretty far north it is pretty hard I don't if you're above I-75 it's Canada Absolutely. or Ohio or Michigan 100% yeah. 100% so, agree but they do have Jolly Pirates donuts and those are phenomenal okay interesting you, you never I don't had, know what that is either it's a it's a locally owned donut shop. There's only two of them in Ashland. Yeah, one's in Ashland and one is in Ironton. Ashland is in northeast Kentucky. It's a far fucking way away from anything that should be a pirate. Yeah, well, the Belfry Pirates, which is even farther away from anything that resembles a body of <laughs> I'm just, water. I'm just saying, but you know they changed their name now. The their mascot is like the parrots. Why? <clears throat> Because there's so many so, parrots. Yeah, because parrots. I mean, I mean, pirates and <laughs> pirates and, and no, I'm cool yeah. with the parrots. There's too many yeah. parrots. Well, I mean, you're in a landlocked state. Yeah, so. and that's a, that's that is the farthest east point in Pike County, Kentucky, which mm-hmm. is literally the farthest east point in the whole state of Kentucky. Yeah, uh, it's just nestled in the loving embrace of West Virginia, which is kind of like a really creepy uncle to family reunion up there. But whatever. So anyway, back to the Kit Kats full of yak meat. Um, what the you fuck really are you love the sound then? of these, these yak-covered yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, do you cook them? I don't know. You cook them? No. <laughs> they get grilled? I mean, I try. I'll eat anything once. Not only did he drive two hours, uh, and he hung out two hours, this is how we do the first 15 minutes of this episode. I mean, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you have listened before, so you at least kind of had an Lee ideal. Did Lee feed you some shitty food from here? No. I no, I thought we would be doing this as soon as I got here. Oh. Like he's not even I mean, like he comes oh. back and I'm eat. fucking starving, too. I, have, I didn't even have lunch today. Mm. It's been one of those days. I mean, you didn't get, you didn't the get to work till lunchtime. The food and order the food. He does have a point You're right. There. You're right. You, you should have ate lunch at home for breakfast. You, I know. Yeah, that's at 11 o'clock when Absolutely. you're strolling in. Yeah, I'm just, I'm a piece of shit. Fucking, putting your fucking hey dudes up on the desk. <laughs> I really you know, did have my feet propped up. Spending 30, 35 minutes reading o'clock. a fucking newspaper. <laughs> a Wall Street Journal from yesterday. <laughs> no, I, I pay for my yearly subscription. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if you're kidding or not. We were talking Bitcoin stuff earlier. That was uh, kind of interesting. Uh, I also realized I'm not smart enough to do it. Did you talk about NFTs? No. No, because that whole thing, thing is, is really... Wow. So, completely switch gear, because yeah. my ADD. What is the strangest thing you've ever been asked to design? Ooh. Oh, fuck NFT yeah. just that's popped a, in my head. That's a good question. We, uh, me personally, that's a great question. It, I know, and it's not at all, or we weren't really going to yeah, do an AMA or anything, yeah. but I am curious about that. We have done numerous logo designs with balls on them. Really? Yeah. Like testicles? I'm more bothered like that there's numerous. Numerous. Not even, not even a single. Like, yeah. <laughs> to the point you already have a package designed for it. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, it's our special package. Package. <laughs> I think 
One of Thank the, you. the most recent ones was a pinup chick riding a giant purple dildo. That was some kind of fishing lure, something. Man, Justin is getting just more and more creative every fuck? day. Yeah, just what the, the uh, fuck? And this is the know. new artwork for East Tennessee Showdown 2023. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 did you hear about the mouse's ear the other day? I did actually. <laughs> yeah. And and the and the one <laughs> you're talking about the fuzzy hole, it's actually remarkably close to the shop. It's on that side of the So, yes. You know, the you fuzzy know, hole when I lived there was near the gay bars, like triangles and and um. Really. Yeah. I worked for uh, two gaga dudes up there, dude. What was the other one? Triangles and New Beginnings. Yeah. Uh, and it was in that area, if I'm not mistaken. So no, it's, it's, on, it's on the other side of town. Um, the side of town where... I'm sorry, can I help like, you guys? Or yeah. Did I miss something here? Hey, we're just we're talking about gay bars and strip clubs here. We're just yeah. wondering what you've done for them two gay guys uh-huh. when you were. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. kind of work did you do for them? <sighs> it's anyway. over on like the ETSU side of town. Everything Burton says is R-rated. Really? Yeah. See, fact. it didn't. I swear, I didn't think I it could, used to be. I Am I just? Down, I guess. Maybe I'm getting mixed oh. up with something. See, I knew that there was a strip club on the south side of town when I was there in 2000, 99, 2000, but that was bottoms up. Yes. And that's, I think, is probably long gone. That it's was long rough, gone, yeah. rough, rough yeah. looking place. Yep. Never went in. It's so, something that really you know, dug. That place is real. That whole mama's. Pageant bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah it's absolutely that's fucking real. real. It absolutely is real. Yeah, they brought me a flyer and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Yeah, I thought that was a joke. I get blasted. Anybody was serious. <clears throat> now, when you read the flyer, it says, "Get five hundred dollars for, for your for, baby." For, for those, yeah, really. For those that uh, they're paying them in Biden baby formula. Well, here's the thing: for, for those is, that don't know what the fuck we're it, talking about, hold is up, it hold for up. the baby? For those that don't know what we're talking about, this really, really, what used to be a really bad strip. And I can't say, I never went in. I can't say that. I always heard it was. So Ronnie brought me the flyer, and he said that he was there intoxicated for 10 minutes. And he's like, oh, fuck, I don't need to be here. Who did? Ronnie. Ever saw. Ever saw. I forgot about that. He did. He said yeah. he was actually there. Yeah. Because fucking JR yeah. was there and broke he's down like, no. in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Ten minutes in. Yeah. Ten yeah. minutes yeah. in, yeah. he's yeah. like, I'm out. Well, I just love that JR broke down in the parking lot. Uh, hey, guys, come rescue me here. <laughs> Go, JR. Yeah. yeah, buddy. At 9 o'clock at night <laughs> at the Lobe. So I don't uh, think they call that anymore, but when I was in college, that's a lot of people would call it that. So do you think um, they're trying to get $500 for the baby? So for y'all that baby. don't know what Which we're one? talking about, there's this really bad strip club in, in East Tennessee, and they literally had a competition for pregnant mothers. It was a hot mama's competition. Oh, and was it called the hot mama's competition? I think Gerber was a sponsor. I think they were giving scholarships well, I mean, and that's, shit. That's it was, fine. I yeah, mean, like, it's, it's Gerber judge. life insurance, too. For that. I don't judge. You know, I was, I was at a strip club in uh, New Orleans once called Big Daddy's. And I remember two things. I remember the stripper come out in a pair of cotton Hanes Her Way panties, complete with a fucking waistband that said Hanes Her Way on it, and a very visible, pretty damn new C-section scar. And uh, New Orleans is a hell of a place, dude. Go you. Great place to be. New Orleans. Well, that same strip club was actually on the David Tell show. Was it Up All Night or whatever it was? You remember on Comedy Central? It was actually on there. I'm like, oh, my God, Uh, I tripped over a cockroach there. That's it. Insomniacs. Insomniacs, yeah. I literally tripped over a cockroach that was big enough to trip me on the fucking step going into that place. So it was from the racks in Pikeville? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. And usually there's lots of I friends. guess if you like a BP senior so, so, alpha, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's like fucking Joe's apartment. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a nice, obscure one. So don't we have a guest tonight? Uh, mm. the, He's made me want Kit Kats. Like, I've been over here like, <laughs> talking about strip bars. This shit's real. Like, it's <clears throat> all the stuff. And they're even bigger. Like, that's really? the thing. Like, yeah. 
USA stuff is 1.75 ounces or 1.5 ounces, and theirs is 1.75 ounces. It's because so of the metric system. It's it's more food and it tastes better, like hands down. You can we've buy them a, on Amazon. We've got to order them. You can buy them on Amazon. I'm intrigued. I'll get I'm, you a box. I'll, I'll I mean, get a box. I'll ship. Like I'm very intrigued. All dude, sorts of this things one. here about it. Yeah. Are you sure as hell ain't going to do that? But I, I definitely want to try them one day. Man, I just, that's, I'm a, that's really I'm super cool, just, actually. Is there any other candies like that? You mean like full of yak meat? Yes. And, and carib- maple syrup. Made with caribou milk? I don't know if, if, yeah. if he mentions a maple syrup flavor, I'm, I'm on board. It's I probably mean, also wrapped in I Canadian mean, bacon. I mean, have you ever had waffle crisp? No. It's the greatest cereal ever made. It is that like work. cinnamon toast crunch, but waffles? You got I think it. all cereal is exactly the same. They, they just, just press come, it different. Yeah, but it's got a different flavor and sugar. Not by much. I think if you Chocolate. made, I think if you made a cinnamon toast crunch piece out of Honey Nut Cheerios, it would be placebo effect. It would taste exactly like <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. I'm just saying. You know, what's, you know what's funny is that all you all U.S. cereals people actually filters. listen to us. I have no idea why. You know, I've talked to a few of my buddies that are over in Europe, and they that they no longer it. listen to us, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, they would never listen to us in the first place. Yeah, good smart yeah. guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, smart uh, guys. And they, good choice in life, I guess. They was like, man, your sh- your cereals have so much sugar in them, and I'm like, what the fuck? Cereals are supposed to have sugar, boys. They're a dessert. That you could eat for breakfast. <laughs> That's what's the best thing about the bottom of the box when you pour it out and it's like syrup, and then all of a sudden Thank all the you. sugar comes out the end. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, Jesus Christ. Since you're the only person that actually gets up at 7 or 6 o'clock in the morning to go to work at this whole table. Is it dark outside at that time? Yeah. Uh, not you this eat, time of year. Do you yeah. eat breakfast? I usually do. Is it Canadian cereal? No, it's not. Fair enough. Yeah. Just, just, checking it, just checking it out there. But, I was curious about But isn't about all Fruit Loops the same flavor no matter what color they are? Yes. It's true. Yes. You know, they used there was to be different flavors. Lies. There was actually a food theory test on that. Matt Pat did that, and he actually blindfold taste tested each individual Fruit Loop to see if they were cherry, raspberry, lime, grape, or pineapple, or what the fuck ever. No, they were all exactly the same. No, he failed miserably. I think in the was it the eighties when they came out, they were different flavors. No. Yeah. I think it was just. I think it just. Or was it tricks? It was tricks. Maybe it was tricks. It was different flavors. Tricks is gross. It's just a rip off Fruit Loops. Yeah. What's without, without a hole in it? Agreed. Sure. What's the best sure. cereal? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, this is good yeah. discussion. Yeah, this is important uh, Fruit, Loop, Fruit Loops is up there. Uh, Fruit Loops yeah, is, Fruit Loops is up there. We we've had two great so weekends of sa- had two great weekends of sales with two awesome shows. But fuck yeah, let's talk about cereal. I love cereal. So what what what's, uh, what was your favorite, Eric? Uh, Fruit Loops is probably up there. Is really? It's, that's is, probably is, up there. It's your solid number one. Probably yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> cinnamon toast. I like cinnamon toast or <laughs> frosted <laughs> flakes. Frosted <laughs> flakes or cinnamon toast. There is still an apartment twenty two fourteen South Greenwood Drive, apartment five in Johnson City, Tennessee three seven six zero four. That has Fruit Loops, or not Fruit Loops, but Fruity Pebbles under the dishwasher because I spilled a bowl the last day that I lived in that apartment when I went to ETSU of Fruity Pebbles, and they went everywhere in that damn kitchen. I swear to God, they have to still be picking those out because Fruity Pebbles, they get anywhere. They get absolutely anywhere, behind drawers, underneath fixtures. Fruity Pebbles is probably my favorite. Fruity Pebbles are good. I I, I like Fruity Pebbles. I've gone on a corn... Well, not corn pops. God, corn pops that to kill your mouth. Ugh. It's like eating Brillo pads. No, it tastes no, like eating a Brillo pad, uh, too. Uh, oh, shit. What's the... Hold on. It's a chocolate cereal. It has like a bird as the mascot, I think. Is it Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs? Puffs? Cocoa Is that Puffs? it? Cocoa Puffs. I've gotten a kick of those. That, those are, my, my boy likes those. That's and, random. And I've kind of liked those. Well, they make your milk chocolate. That's true. That's absolutely <laughs> true. <laughs> what's up, Count Chocula? You know, a real healthy choice. Do you remember like the Booberry and oh, shit? Oh, absolutely. Booberry was good. It was, yeah, I think that was another. What was case the Frankenstein of, one called? Frankenberry. 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 Yeah. Frankenberry was good too. Yeah. They still make those, or you can only get them around Halloween. Oh, that's a I good don't question. Know. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Do you remember Cookie Crisp? Back when it actually tasted like cookies. See, Cookie Crisp was like corn pops to me. They hurt your mouth. 
It's well, like eating apple jacks without milk. It just exactly. Yeah, it tears exactly. up the roof of your mouth. I think yeah. I think there is like a certain amount of roughage in those cereals that they, they give you. Just you know, it's filler. It's, I mean, Captain Crunch like, is pretty bad. It's the same shit they make cigarette filters out of. <laughs> Fiberglass <laughs> and like you know, thick cardboard. I and still stuff. Eat, I still eat fucking cereals. So, awesome. Anyway. We have done no justice to Eric. Oh my God, we're way too long into this. I've done him. So nothing. I bought. I bought some at Hershey. Well, can I at least flavored. introduce him, right? I mean, we're like an episode. Have, in have we not? I don't think so. I don't. Did think, we not introduce? I don't you think or? we actually. I have intro- no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll go, go for it again. Go for I think it again. we went straight yes. to the Mountain Dew. Go for it, Lee. So well, so hell, now you're putting me in the spot. Come on, Lee. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Our special guest tonight that really honestly did drive two hours to get here, and, and we're really appreciative of it, um, is, you know, um, hell, is there officer names? Do you all have, like, a partnership? Is it an open relationship? What do you? How do I introduce you as the graphic disorder party? That's good it's, enough. It's, okay. That's good yes, enough. It is. All I, have, those, we have no, I have no title whatsoever. Fair enough. So it's yeah. like a thruple. I guess, kind of, <laughs> yeah, graphic just, disorder, right. Well, you know, one-third of the thruple at graphic disorder is Eric Jones. And he was kind of <laughs> – I, I don't know where to go with this. And he was kind of – I, I, I've, I've uh, actually known Eric for a very long time. And, uh, of course, you know, he is an icon for the mini truck scene around here if you were involved you in the probably, late You probably 90s. own you a shirt. knew Eric. Well, you also – Probably wear a shirt. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's, that's a great way. That's a great way to introduce yeah. it. You know, graphic disorder, and specifically when it comes to vehicles, Eric's work. Chances are everybody listening owns, and, and that's an interesting. I have a closet. That that is, that. Everybody in, listening right now owns a shirt. So we've with sold your nine on shirts. It. Eight yes. and a half. It's just well, I, I can't split, I can't I mean, split a half. I probably, I probably, is that a kid's shirt? That's like, the guy that's got the sleeves ripped off. That's the half. That, that'll work. Oh, yeah, I know there's always that, that guy. There's always that guy. No, in all sincerity, <laughs> all eight and a half listeners, everybody listening to this right now, if they look in their closet, I guarantee you, they own a Eric Jones designed shirt. Oh, I have no doubt. Whether I, mean, that I have is, a closet filled, don't you? Whether that, shit, yeah. Well, I'm wearing one. I'm legit wearing one today, right now, and it, and it wasn't by design. It's just literally that is what I pick off of. You know, my clothes rack is. It chances are it's one of his designs. And of course, I mean, Jesus, the brands are just unreal that you guys work for. You know, you or do work for uh, Hammered Weekend Wear and, and so many others that are the big name brands. Excuse me, I'm, I'm floundering here a little bit, but really, most everybody of the big, listens to almost this, every single big show. Artwork is done by graphic disorder. I tell you what, <clears throat> I always say one thing, and, and I know you've heard me say this. I say, well, I say two things, I guess. So I don't always say just one thing. If somebody comes to me and they say, you know, I want to do a show, I want to take it real serious, I want to go to the next level, what do I do? I said, you don't put it on this year, you put it on next year. Absolutely. Why? Because you need to plan. <clears throat> yeah. You need to do two things immediately. <clears throat> you need to get DJ Mays to be your DJ mm-hmm. because he adds validity that somebody like me cannot do, and you get graphic disorder to do your shirts, period. And it's, it's non-negotiable. Well, and the flyers, and specifically well, the, the flyers. flyers. Absolutely. And it's non-negotiable. It, you, it, that is it's true. Because you, you get some junky-ass-looking flyer, and you're like, eh. Well, I mean, there's a lot of truth eh. to that, you know. Yeah, and just, now, eh. now, granted, there's some, some guys out there doing different types of stuff. You know, Dizzy does a different style of art now. And we all love Dizzy. Well, it's something junky. I'm talking like, it is, I'm talking it like is, I, did, I did like a hardcore show one that was one color and printed on yellow paper. What? You know, like that. But but anyway, but when you go up into artwork that requires the actual design of a vehicle to capture what you want to extrapolate out to the people looking at your your, your merchandise, you know there's only one stop: it's graphic disorder. Period, <clears throat> and, and and they That's are true. the best in the country for a reason. Um, the lock and, and we're not here to suck your so dick. Phenomenal. That's that's not at all you know why we brought you on or anything. Uh, we're going to talk more about brought fun up, stuff. But as an introduction, you have cereal and, and, and generic Mountain Dew and, and Caribou Field Kit Kats, right? Yeah. yeah, Canadian Kit Kats, which I'm intrigued beyond belief <clears throat> by. 
Um, the Canadian milk. I ate a male's diner in Pigeon Forge the other night for the first time ever. It's not I, bad. I've never ate. Have it's you ate there? Yeah. It surprised me. That's one of our go-tos go to for rod runs and stuff well, like that. It really that, surprised so, me. Yeah. They had cool you shirts, actually. Yeah. yeah. And isn't that just crowded nowadays? Like, Yeah, we haven't been in the last couple, but oh, yeah. I've heard there's nothing about eat trucks anymore. So, did you see? God, my voice is all to shit. That that Mountain Dew, speaking of roughage, has wrecked me, man. It's just coated your whole mouth and throat. It's that damn nickel nip wax bottle shit in there. No, in all sincerity, um, the uh, 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 fuck. What? Totally lost it. I, I got distracted by <coughs> no, that. Like, you know, I'd like to elaborate a little bit on, on what you said. Is, well, I'm glad is you're running uh, with it because we're fucking yeah. lost. Yeah. It's people, you know, we told you, you know, we had a discussion when you were still doing doing your show. Um, take the control effort. Take control of your merch. Take control of it. And because it's a, another revenue stream that is untapped. I'm going mm-hmm. to talk people. some real numbers because I can afford to. My okay. show's over. Yeah. Um, and this is this is amazing to me. If I can get my damn mic stand to quit fucking with it. Quit fucking with it, Shay. Damn. It used to be it used to be so tall and proud, and now a simple breeze makes it wilt. <laughs> it's getting older. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so sad. So sad. Okay, so in all sincerity, I am in a, a position that I can talk about a little bit that nobody else can. Um, when I first started the H word. You know, I went through a a, a y'all y'all enjoying this? Shay's, really? Shay's got the giggles. Yeah, I can't you, help it, man. Bunch of fucking kids stayed up drinking Mountain Dew, eating oh, Doritos, watching MTV. Um, okay, cool. So when I started the show, uh, the first few years, of course, we just got just like literally the first one or two years, we got locally made shirts. You know, went through a local screen printer that oh my aunt's friend runs a screen printing shop, et cetera, et cetera, and and it showed. They were very obviously poor. And then the next couple of years, we we used a uh, t-shirt vendor, and um, the quality was uh, it was fine. Uh, it wasn't anything to go home about, and they never sold out. Um, but it was fine, you know. It was acceptable. That's probably uh, that's probably like the early two thousands, wasn't it? it? Mid, mid. I'm trying to think. Yeah, mid to late two thousands. So um, I think the first one I came to, they were already using. Graphic well, disorder. Here, here's the thing: so is, is that in the no, no, not, not even later than that because I didn't actually start. 2011, with I think. Uh, 2011. Was our, my first year was 2012. 2012. Damn, was it really? Yep, you designed the first shirt yep. we got through. So yes, um, which was the General Lee shirt, right? Which yes. was the General Lee shirt, the first which hangs in their office, which I think is so cool. You'd be surprised how many people sent me a picture of that at your open house. Oh really? Like, can you fucking believe this is here? I'm like, yes. You know, it, it, it amazes me to this day that it's there. Um, but any, especially as controversial as it is now, hey, this world. But anyway, that being said, so from 2000, and I guess eight to 2011, I, I let this regional shirt vendor, uh, and out of respect, I'll leave the names out and stuff and I'm not even trashing them, but it was an acceptable shirt, but it showed that it was just exceptional because this vendor, and this is where I'm kind of getting into this vendor, you know, at the time I thought they were doing me a favor by making these shirts. But they were also selling these shirts, <clears throat> and they were keeping the profits. And that didn't really dawn on me until Eric and Brant and I sat down and had a long conversation about it. And I was leaving a lot of money on the table. Well, anyway, which is some of the best advice you've ever gotten? Which oh god, absolutely, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Which is very interesting from the two thousand eight two thousand eleven uh, the, these shirts. And again, they were they're fine. You know, I'm not I'm not trashing the shirts. So they can, I, fine. can I can I ask this about it? Not yet, but it involves were, this. It involves sure. this. Did the shirts fund the show? The shirts? I didn't get any money from them at all. No, no, you didn't get yeah. nothing out of it. And uh, but he didn't have to come out of pocket. 
It, right, and that's why again and I'm not, and that's why some people do that. Well, yeah. I understand. And, and I mean, again, like it's investment. An upfront cost. It, yeah, is, it's it's investment. It's expensive. It is. And I'm absolutely not trashing it for that reason. Uh, that's not all where I'm going with that. Eric makes a wonderfully valid point, which I was going to try and get to if my idea hadn't kicked in. It cost me nothing up front. Now the vendor, you know, they they actually made the shirts and they sold the shirts. They did keep the profits, but at that point, I was just happy to have a shirt. You know, and as we got bigger and as we got, you know, more, more notoriety and notorious notoriety, wow. Go you. Lots of words there. Lots of words. Well, I had a stroke again. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'm over it. So anyway, more notorious and more known, you know, become time as you upgrade, as you grow with the show, it become time to upgrade the shirts. So and they sit me down like you're leaving a lot of money in the table. And I started kind of crunching some numbers and stuff. And I was. So my profit margin. I want to think was between fifteen and seventeen dollars on those shirts when I got them from Graphic Disorder and turned around and sold them, and I still sold them at a very good price. Um, I think we sold twenty five bucks, something like that. I think it's twenty. Uh, I think it's twenty, dude, because you know th- things were a lot cheaper ten years ago. It okay, maybe twenty, so I didn't quite make that much. It doesn't matter how much I made. I mean, My yeah, point things is, were cheaper, but right, like price I, and blanks, and, and, I imagine were way cheaper. I should have listened to them and always got more shirts because I always got you exactly always sold out what I thought we would sell, and we were sold out within an hour or two. Uh, other than the H-Word light year, we sold out the shirts every year that Graphic Disorder made them by 10 o'clock. Dan Harvey and Terry Harvey are always kind enough to actually sell the shirts for us because we didn't have the manpower to do it. And that's another reason that a lot of shows, especially smaller shows, may choose to go with a vendor that can make the shirts for them and either split the profits or, you know, if they kind of desperate, take the profits. Um, either way, sometimes you just don't have that manpower to do it. And we did not. We did not have that manpower. But luckily, well, the, the we, had, we had a great, great, you know, helping Dan and Tara. They would always sell the shirts for us, and um, they were awesome about it. They would, they would work harder than, you know, uh, pretty much anybody there getting that organized and getting it sold. Hey, let's <clears> be honest, man. Selling T-shirts is not an easy deal. Selling T-shirts it's is tough. tough. And we, it's not. It's not. We, it's not. We've like, looked I, at a completely... Sorting them out and shit is fucking like a whole other job. We've looked at a completely different perspective yes. uh, from it this year, and I've enjoyed it. Oh, I, 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 I do. I'm such a carny. I can't it, help it, it so it's you know, right up my I saw my wife. I was like, even if we don't make a profit, I have too, too much of a good time to stop doing it. i tell you what. In all I just like owning the art In all sincerity, we're very close to making a profit this I know year. it's it's wild it's weird it? I know. And, and thanks we, to we'll sink that real fast don't worry oh we'll destroy it we'll oh. waste our money we'll squander it in something oh, else absolutely. give yeah. us more art yeah more and then like yeah. you know i won't print shirts with it because i decided this won't sell no, you know not them totally me i had a great I idea for one and it this eric let's ask him this question he don't remember this shirt the amish shirt the amish, shirt, the amish bakery yeah, shirt do you remember that yeah. one uh. Well, I'm not going to make it a shirt because they're not going to sell. And I've learned something. Here's my logic, just looking at the numbers and stuff. And, again, and we get, and I need to get back to the H-word shirts. I was really going somewhere with that. So it's interesting. A shirt, if the vehicle isn't kind of the primary focus, it doesn't sell. You can try and tell a story, which is what I tried to do. But I've learned, you know, the Uncle Doug shirt does not sell very well. It appeals to a niche audience. That was a very popular episode. It's probably our second or third most popular Absolutely. episode ever. But the Especially shirt sales don't episodes. back it up, and it's that's very interesting to me. Yeah, that, that's by far. You know, we had four and a half, four and a quarter in YouTube, and four and a quarter that listen normally. So you know, the whole full eight and a half listen to it, and mm. and it's interesting that those sales, even in pre-sales, do not back it up to the Farver shirt, which the vehicles more I think it, of a focus. Were they? It has a lot to do. It, it has to do with the content that's mm. on the shirt. Um, also, shirt color makes a difference. I don't yeah, know if that's you've, been you've interesting. noticed. Yeah. Um, that makes a difference too, and then there's, there's timing. There's timing too. Like if that would have came out, you know, 
the same time as the episode. Agreed. It, it might that have, was, you know, cause, but you're doing kind of topical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's very poor in our part because those, those are literally 30 episodes behind. Yeah. And, and uh, we try to pick our popular ones. And, and, and there is, you know, you guys are so in demand, there is a waiting time for it. I know. And, and when you're doing something like us, you know, we often get an episode out every two or three weeks. Um, that does, it kind of gets lost in, 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 in translation yeah. a little bit. But, but even then, we could have picked a more current episode. So, you know. We, we suck, though. Justin White fishing. Just fishing. <laughs> you know. In his <laughs> river with the irradiated three-eyed fish. And stuff. I think him and his underwear in a parking lot. Trying to swim through hey, that. I would buy it. Yeah, fair enough. Would, I mean, I think that's a fair picture. It's a manly man right there willing to wear, wear a bunch Justin of guys in their underwear. I'd buy that shirt. Yeah. That's. When, when Justin's in here and he starts telling stories. I have to stop sometime, and I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Because I was right there with him for a lot of those. And he's told some on here, and, and some he hasn't. So, oh, I love it. That's yeah. great. So well, He's always done a good job of not looping you in on him, I think. He's kept yeah. you pretty much out of, out yeah, of it. I mean, so that's very I cool. I mean, the, the stories of, of all the hotel furniture in the pool, I was there. Really? I was in one of the chairs that got thrown in the pool. Were oh, you in the chair at the well, time? I was in the chair in the hotel room. Okay. It wasn't the outside furniture. It was a fully upholstered chair. What hotel was that? Um, it was Mini Nats, right? It was Mini Nats. It, okay. uh, it was probably Maples. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Poor Maples. They, they come. We were on the bottom floor. Which right Maples by the pool. is known as the cleanest hotel, old woman-owned hotel in all of Pigeon Forge. And you all destroyed it. <laughs> and you and they, you wonder why we don't have many nets and pigeons. Exactly. <laughs> I was in the hotel room in the air conditioner. They came in there, picked me up in the chair. Oh, I love it. Carried me to the pool and threw me in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what year do you think that was? Um, ninety eight. So you would have had the Tacoma then, right? No. No. Been, okay. That would have been probably months before I got my Tacoma. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Okay. So that would have been. That would probably would have been ninety eight in that it. one. That is outstanding. Yep, out. I think that standing. is the same year actually that the awards were inside around the pool. That everybody started jumping into the pool and Charlie Absolutely. got pissed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. I wasn't there was, for that. I've heard about that. That was the first. He... That was the first time we ever met Courtney. Really. And that was the weekend that two of our local guys got logoed into Cambridge. No shit. Yep. Was at that show. Wow, in 98. In 98, yes. 98. So I guess Brant would have been one of them. No, Brant wasn't here at that time. Oh, yep. oh yeah, I guess you're right, because I was actually yep. already in and out of ETSU before he came to ETSU. I was yep. I was gone by 2000. Yeah, he would have been here fall of 01. What got your interest in designing? What started that? Um, Magazines. Okay. Okay, so I was a big magazine guy. Yeah. You know, like every other kid. Sure, absolutely, 15, yeah. 15 years old. Absolutely. You pick up, you know, you pick up mini mm-hmm. trucking off the, you know, off from the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Food City newsstand. Yeah, I absolutely, got you. Absolutely. You go. absolutely. You know, it was the Piggly Wiggly for us. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, <laughs> so, you know, the magazine side of it, which you know, we never thought that it would die the way okay. it did. Yeah, but, God, yes. But yeah, it, it's it's that you know that side of it is what got me into doing the design stuff. Okay. Interesting. You know, but I always drew cars and trucks mm-hmm. and stuff as a kid. 
And then I was like, you know, I still want to be around the cars and trucks. So let's get into the magazine side of it mm-hmm. and try to, you know, it seemed like a glamorous life. You know, you see sure, all these yeah. guys traveling, taking pictures, doing the oh, same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, the writing side of it would be rough for me because I'm borderline illiterate. So oh, me too. So it would have been hard to do that side of it. But the graphic mm-hmm. design part is what I really want to get into. You've said that twice now. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, just, yeah. all right. Anyway. So, so doing that, I, I pushed that, you know, pushed that way yeah. and went into the print world, Okay, you know, after yeah. college and everything else. And, you know, and spent 10 years in that, you know, in that world before. That's awesome. Switching back to. Now, did you actually go to college for that? Did I did. You actually, I did. If uh, I'm not mistaken, you went to ETSU also, I did. didn't you? I did. And they had the whole big SGI. Weren't they like the only Silicon Graphics like. They uh, did, but I didn't go through that part. Oh, okay. I didn't go through that part. I went through the art department. That oh, side was technically the computer design. The, technology yeah, was the technology side, ah. but then you had to go and take all the all the extra math classes and all the extra mm, stuff see, on I that side. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I stayed in the actual, um, you know, the graphic design portion sure. of it, and you know, hard, you know, fine art. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, I went to yeah. art school. So you kind of have a classical art education. I there. do, absolutely. That's absolutely, cool, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, my uncle Doug, the guest that you know that we had several times, uh, he actually was the dean of the art school at Morehead State University for twenty some years. So I kind of hear a little bit about that side of it, and that always intrigues me. To I didn't know yeah. that you were you were yeah that absolutely. And you cool. know, and I and I took a you know I took a design job in college, uh-huh. and I was actually dealing in the print side of it. Sure. So I was seeing that, but it got really hard there toward the end when I would go in to, you know, my graphic design classes. Yes. And they're teaching stuff that is 10 years out of date compared to what I'm doing day to day in, you know, after school yeah. in my, you know, my job that I, I my entry level job, because I had to deal with directly with printers and, you know, press operators, you know, and they're, they're telling you, hey, you can't do this, this and this and this is why. And then I would go to class the next morning and this guy's teaching the exact opposite. One of the things that I learned from you many years ago was the phrase print ready. And that's something that most people don't understand. And that is a completely different thing. Just because you can create a really elegant or beautiful design doesn't mean that it is manufactured in such a way. And that's where you guys excel so much is like the halftones and things that I don't really understand. But you're able to take advantage of of what most people consider limitations and actually bend it to your will when you're creating these designs. Absolutely. Whereas somebody with an unlimited palette, you know, they may be something pretty, but you're not going to be able to print that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and screen printing is more limited mm. is more limited sure, than, yeah. than offset printing. Okay. You know, and that's now, the world that I came from. For the uneducated like me, what is a offset Your offset printing, printing is your, your traditional paper printing, which, okay. will, which will be your magazines, your newspapers, oh, and everything sure. else. Okay. It, it'll be that. Nothing that to do with garments. No, nothing okay. to do with garments. Actual hard, you know, sure. physical paper, you know, Where will you be Where you pretty offset. much have an unlimited palette. All Absolutely. You know, you're yeah. printing, you know, you're printing CMYK. And, this you know, is good. This is what a prepared guest is like. This is impressive. There, we not even had a fishing story. I wouldn't story say yet. I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so it's more limited because we have to print in spot colors for the screen print stuff. Okay, so we can't just go start mixing colors. So if something's blue on the shirt, we have to print blue. Sure, we can't rely on you know the half tones and the mm-hmm. CMYK to trick your eye. Understand? Yeah, you know, and, and it's just it, the t- people have my, tried it. That's a mind fuck. This is a lot yeah. more complicated than people would realize. That Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and certain things, you may never see it, but 
there may be two blues on something mm-hmm. that you never see, mm-hmm. but we have to print two blues just to get what. So when we were doing there for a short amount of time, well, not a short amount of time, there for the longest time, we used a cartoon logo of yes. Shay and I that yes. was designed by, by a buddy of ours. Um, and one of the things that Kelly did, you know, Kelly Graphics Disorder, she actually was able to change his hair color without adding a color, which yeah. I found fascinating. So, like, you know, he got a, he was just a normal brown, and I asked her, could you possibly lighten that? And she did without adding a color. So that process, how do you edit the colors without adding colors? You I would, um, basically probably what she'd done without seeing it. Sure, um, She would probably take the skin tone. Okay. And use that as highlights into the brown to lighten it up. That's wild. So she gave you streaks, dude. It's like 99. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. I got highlights. Got your, got your frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vanilla ice. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that I dyed my tips blue once? I dyed my red once. To, da- to match a girl's prom dress. Oh, whatever. This story that. gets interesting. See, I remember the spiky haired Lee days. Probably does, yeah. I do. I remember the, <laughs> the jailed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the problem is, is I continued to jail. Do you remember the mustache? Huh? The molestache. You remember the too. That's I cool. Do. That's great. See, he's known me a lot longer than you know me. I, <laughs> I remember I first seen the, being the mustache. You I'm know, like, this episode might have been the best ideal. I just I, I remember the first time you showed me the picture of you at that age and you had the molestache. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just couldn't stop staring uh-huh. at it. I was uh-huh. like, uh-huh. Well, I watched see, a video of him. I'm pretty sure he was like a stalker. I watched some videos there a minute ago. Oh, I've known <laughs> Lee. I've known Lee since the white t-shirts and jean short days. No, no, no. No, Jane. You wear jorts? I've never owned. Jorts. Never uh-huh. owned or wore a pair of jorts. Oh, ever. really? I may have no. wore dickies. I may have wore some goofy ass fucking looking dickies. You know you too. wore you know you wore some khaki cargo shorts. No, a lot of khakis, yes. That idea, okay. but I've never owned jorts in my okay. life. I've never uh, had a denim. I probably pull, did. I, you, need, you need to pull out a picture. I probably did. Jorts. I'm probably in those videos from, from Showfest <laughs> with a pair of jorts on and a pair of white K-Swisses. <laughs> I'm wondering, my, I think that was probably a little bit you know, post-dated my pager days. I should have had a pager Fucking in my K-Swiss. pocket. I think 2003. K-Swiss. Yeah, K-Swiss, wow, I just caught the K-Swiss yeah. thing. That's pretty rad. Uh, the all-white all yes. K-Swiss. Oh, absolutely. It's the only ones, man. The, you know, uh, growing up, we didn't have a whole lot of money. Dad, you know, Dad was an attorney, and people would think, oh, what a glamorous job. Well, when you're a self-employed attorney, it's not that damn glamorous. Oh, yeah. it's feast of famine. famine. Very feast much feast famine. famine. And there was more famine years than feast years, but we had an office there on Main Street, Mom and Dad did, and there was this department store across the road called Crafts Department Store. Do you remember, you're not, you, do you remember Crafts? What's that shitty sports bar now? That right across from Summit. Summit, yeah. You need to talk closer to the mic. Summit. Well, no, what's, the one across Street from side. Summit. Street side, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so there's a sports bar thing that used to be Crafts Department Store. Well, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money, but Crafts would allow Mom to kind of run a tab um, and pay, you know, payments and stuff. Yeah, get credit. Well, anyway, so we go over there and get office supplies and things. Well, they also sold shoes, but they didn't sell a lot of good shoes. They sold two brands that I remember. Uh-huh. British Knights and L.A. Gear. I remember L.A. Gear. Was that the ones that flashed? You. I had fucking L.A. Gears. The L.A. Gears were the ones that flashed, but I got the rip-off L.A. Gear pumps, and I thought I was so cool. Because Reebok had the pumps. They did. But the poor kids had the L.A. Gear pumps, Yeah, and those were those were really bad. And that's what I had, and they were usually really day-glow green and shit like that. Uh, I'd kill for a pair now. I'm not going to lie. I'd love to. If anybody has some 14 triple E's, you know, with L.A. Gear pumps, please name your man. price. Weren't the but, British Knights ones the ones that had the strings on them, kind of like his Hey Dudes? I think dude? so, yeah. Actually, yeah. I think 
you're exactly right. Nice. And that's all nice. that, that's all that store had. They had that and a great model car selection. So I used to go over and build model cars. There'd be a lot of model cars from there. Anyway, where the hell was that? What were we talking I about? I don't shoes? know what you're talking about. Were you wearing jorts? Y'all were making fun yeah. of me for the spiked hair days and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, in two thousand and one, two, three, a lot of people had spiked hair. I had spiked know, hair. And I had spiked the hair. only person that can still pull it off is John Yoakum. That's her. Yeah, I guess. That's yeah, fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's the only person I know that can still spike his hair and look right. So. I had Liberty Of course, he's also not aged in 20 years. That's I've, true. He's not that's aged true. at all. It's bizarre. Um, he anyway, might be a vampire. He might be a vampire. He probably John is. Lilly is a vampire, but John Yoakum might have, Maybe it's a John thing. He might be. Mm. Anyway. Uh, maybe we just uncovered something we should have, and now we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, that's Illuminati <laughs> shit right there. Let's move right along from that. That's what he was wearing. What we got? I mean, I Are those would LA wear, gear pumps? I would fucking I love the light up ones. Oh, see, and I never; those were too expensive. I, I, I had to sell the light. It up looks ones. like something Frank would dig up and then sell on eBay. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> so anyway, um, what were we talking about? I don't fucking know. Let's go back to cereal. We went from a really <laughs> educational, I have awesome. No fucking clue. I don't know about educational. About, well, I mean, no, that was super well, he cool. Mind blew me. I mean, he got well, mind fucked multiple know, times. And, and to think about it, as goofy as we are, we have been blessed by some really wonderful guests that have actually taught us some shit. Vic from Black Label, and, and you know, learning from this kind of stuff from from Eric is, is wild. I, so, I love this side of it because I never asked these guys this question because I know that you all hear it all the fucking time. I'll I'm, sure, I'm sure, like at your open house. Which, by the way, if y'all didn't go to the open house uh, in front of East Tennessee Showdown, you missed out. Graphic Disorder literally opens their doors. Uh, Brant gives Porsche rides. I've never quite figured that one out, but that's pretty rad. That's although, pretty rad. I don't get the VIP wristband, so they never. They just he just looks at me and leaves. Every time. It's like, hey, can I? Gone. But anyway, but they have free food for everybody and, and, and shirts and stickers and shit. And, and I don't know how this game works. Like, I, don't, so, I don't get the pre-pass. But anyway, uh, if you've not went to that, they're super generous what they do. In fact, Eric was kind enough. It's a funny story. My son, you know, Luke, he put stickers on his door. And I'll have to give Ed Testament a shout-out here in a little bit for what he did at East Tennessee Showdown for him. But anyway, Luke covers his bedroom door in stickers. And his favorite color is blue, right? So I brought home a blue and a green sticker the other day from Graphic Disorders Open House. I'm like, hey, man, here you can have the blue one. I'll take the green one. But then I immediately took the blue one and put it in my cooler because I wasn't thinking. He wasn't very happy with me. I imagine he was pissed. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't the happiest with me. But Eric was no. kind enough to not only bring another blue one, but literally a bag of them, uh, of the stickers from the open house. And I, you know, and you guys, by all means, take some, just not the blue ones. Because, you know, I'd be he'd be real pissed to say, oh, yeah. hey, I got your blue I'm sticker. A, oh, nope, Shay and yeah, there should be plenty it. to go around. Yeah, I mean, like, well, that's super cool. I mean, thank you. I mean, he he would probably say something to you that was totally cut you down and make you feel terrible. Shirts, 2011 and 12. What? So, going back to the H word shirts, because this is actually important. I thought we was going to talk to Eric about something. We are, because Eric's going to loop in on this one. Oh, okay. He, he's right. uh, he's uh, he's going to step right in this, and I'm assuming. Let me let me let me feed here in this one. So anyway, as Burton goes through the selection of stickers that has a ranger on it, Ford baby. Yeah, yeah, it's four guys. Qual- I know quality. It's, just, it's quality, weird. Man. It's actually Phil's truck. So. I'm completely outgunned here. I'm, Are I'm you a Ford guy, Eric? I am, actually. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Dude, he's got a unibody F100. It's not a unibody. It's a 64. 64. I always think it's a unibody for some reason. The unibodies were pre-64. Yeah. Yeah. They they they're still beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I had a 72. <laughs> Those are good trucks. I, mine was a Ranger Edition long bed. Yeah. It was a beautiful truck. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't much of the bed left. No. Yeah, that's, that's about yeah. common. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. So, it ran perfect, though. Interior was good on it still. And I gave it away. Yeah. Awesome. So anyway, shirts, because this this is interesting to me. You know, a lot of the people that listen to us, seven of them, I guess, uh, are interested in putting on shows. And occasionally we give little tidbits of advice from our experience stuff and go back to the shirt thing. So 
if you start a show, you need somebody to hook you up in shirts. It's it's totally fine. You know, if if you, if you know your resources don't allow for you buying your own shirts and stuff, or even worse, I've seen people buy more shirts than they need because they don't have quite a feel for the show yet. Maybe it's just a first year show or, or something. It, well, nowadays buy. it never hurts to do a pre order. Interesting way of looking at it, and, and that's something I can't really speak to too much. That's obviously more of an Eric thing, but yeah, you know, you're exactly right. Uh, I mean, pre-order helps. always helps pay for a little bit of it. It does. Uh, it helps out. We used to do pre-orders a lot too, but you know, something like a show, you want them to is that pay. That. It's bad out there. That's what they've been texting me. So is the world going to hell again? No, they've arrested the guy that was shooting in Paintsville. Well, good. Yeah. I'm just thinking, hey, a little news blip there. There you so, go. So uh, that guy is. Uh, it's actually a female shooting at the guy. Uh, she is in jail, so uh, that that crisis is <laughs> she is lodged. Right now. She I'll is lodged. And now it's just a very bad storm coming. Lovely. Yay! Yay! Yes. Yeah, I'll so, put you up when so, we got so, to. So, so, so you don't you don't think it's good order good idea to pre order for shows? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold that thought. Show shirts. So, damn it! I want to get this thought well, out. Well, then you need a quick one off track. <laughs> How long have you known me? I know. I just like, give, always, you I just like to give you shit. Yeah, I've bro. always done. I just this. like to give you shit. So anyway, so I realized at the last year of the show that the vendor bring in the shirts that they were making. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't really, there was a little bit of, I, I didn't really like the direction it went. They, the design they come up with was a design that they thought would sell. And I don't know if I've ever told you this or not. Uh, that last year that they designed a shirt for me, it was it was an old truck on it. And like, you know, a Fat Fender, 4853, whatever. And, and nothing against it. It's just not my personal thing. And and the show was always a mini truck yeah, show. Yeah, it's not your demographic. Not at no. all. That's not yep. what the crowd uh, – My that crowd is not the ones that we bring in. Um, and, uh, and, I, and I told them, I said, you know, look, nice artwork, but this isn't going to fly because I can't sell these or you won't be able to sell these. And, and I remember a couple of things about the conversation. One is like, well, we only sell 60 or 70 anyway, which always seems so low to that me. That seems very low. Yeah. And, it's and, your and show? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This vendor always just was he able to sell not. 60 or 70 well, shirts. I know that the first few years I was there, they were shirts were gone on Friday. We'll get back to that. But then, uh, but they're like, you know, but if we're going to do these shirts, you know, we need to put this old truck on. I'm like, why? They're like, well, that's what's hot right now. I'm like, but this is a mini truck show. We bring in 95% mini-truck crowd, and, uh, you know, this is not what I want represented. And it got to the point I flat out said, look, you know, I'm not making anything off these. And if you're going to do shirts at my show, they're going to have a mini-truck on them. If not, you're not going to do shirts at my show, and I'll go without shirts. So they ended up doing a very simple, everything else said the same, but a very simple one-color outline mini-truck on. I think it was a hard body that year. I can't quite remember. And they sold, like, 60 or 70. Well, anyway, I sit down with Eric and Brandt, and they're like, dude, you were leaving a ton of money on the table. And they said, let us show you the cost here. You know, Let us show what you would pay versus what you're selling for. And not only was I able to sell them for the same that this vendor was selling them for, but I was putting in, you know, Jesus Christ, uh, 65% profit, uh, something like that per shirt. And the artwork was such a different level. And this is not me to say this in front of Eric because I say this to anybody that'll 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 listen to me. You know, I, I sing the praises for what Graphic Disorder does, and and I have forever. Their artwork, especially when it comes to vehicle design, is completely instrument. Nobody can touch it. Period. That's true. Absolutely. So we went from having a very simple two color shirt that sold sixty or seventy, and and I wasn't going to get this many shirts. They taught me into it, and 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 honestly, they really and I won't go into details, but I couldn't have done it without them. They really helped me out. 
Um, and you might not even remember that. But they really took care of me that year. They taught me into buying, I think, 300 shirts. And with that art, it was just, you know, five, six times what I was told for the last few years. Oh, you can't sell more than 60 or 70 at this show. This is not a, you know, blah, blah, I would blah. say 300 sold pretty easy. They sold by 10 o'clock in the morning. I imagine so. By the day of the show, they sold. And that was very, very early of yeah. me being with Graphic Disorder and yeah. doing that kind of artwork. 2012. And that would have been, that would have been very early. It would been the first year I'd done it. Like, wow. That stuff, like, if I seen it today, it would be totally yep. different than what I do. Mm-hmm day-to-day now oh did you ever notice that the truck over the years changed make absolutely <laughs> was that intentional or just no absolutely yeah. <laughs> one year is an s10 one year is a 98 up sonoma and so forth and so on i was, I was, no, I was just switch it up that. you know whatever yeah, yeah i was gonna such a kick out of that uh somebody <laughs> actually pointed that out to me many years i think probably jeremy dickerson honestly pointed that out many years later like you know this ain't the same truck right so so not only do i have a tattoo of eric's artwork but i actually have a truck that was built based on his design. The General Lee truck that we give away in 2015, which I ended up buying back, um, was 100% based on Eric's artwork. So that becomes such... And it was, here, I'll tell you something else that amazes me about you guys. And again, I'm not here to suck your dick. Um, it just this is, this is just genuinely heartfelt appreciation. You had a plan started in 2012. You guys were looking ahead three, four, five years. Absolutely. To make a series of the damn thing. So we had this General Lee truck. The first year it was parked in front of a country store. The second year, which was a, uh, a, a paying homage to the Brubaker police car photo shoot uh, in Weisberg that's kind of famous. You know, that happened in 2004 or five. Um, of the, the Tacoma, well, of course, it's the S10 in this one, but Brubaker's Tacoma Dragon in the police car. And then 2000, let's see, that was 12, 2013 was the car, I guess, jumping over, or the truck jumping over a ravine, if I'm not mistaken. It was jumping over the logo, which was yeah. loosely a Dukes of Hazard yeah, logo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, that was 2013. Yeah, we skipped 14, 2015, I don't remember. Is the funny thing. I don't remember what 2015 artwork was, but in 2016, the show that didn't happen, they did, and this was one of the best ones ever. It was one of the Sonoma years, too. Um, they did the General Lee truck with a full moonshine still on the bed. Ooh. Going along. Yeah, you, you ever seen that artwork? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did show it. I don't know if I ever showed it. Is, 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 that's the one that's never been seen, right? That's, that's, that's yeah. a, I think yeah. I gave out a few flyers, but the plug was pulled pretty quickly on it. Because yeah. that was the year I did the revival, and I have no idea what 2017 artwork was. I don't remember it all. But 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 anyway, that's sad. But it was a culmination of that. But that whole series from start to finish, they literally told a story with that truck, and I thought that was as cool as shit. But hell, the flyer design—I go back 2005. That was the first oh, really? uh, first uh, brand did the first flyer 2005 because Xerox caught it was Xerox flyers in 2003 and 2004. I remember doing the flyers like really, really early when I was there. Dave Hughes's Mosbury Delight or Raspberry Delight was on the first flyer, the first one that y'all did. Okay, I think that, the first one I done had it had a square body S10 on it. 2011. Yeah, that was uh, Ricky from Suicide Doors, yeah. and uh, that was the first time we used a Confederate flag in the background. And I actually got a lot of flack for that even then. Yeah, but that I was can actually see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, can't no, do that. You can do that now. No, no, no. absolutely sure. No. I don't know. It would probably sell in a way, but not in another. Well, anyway, if you notice in the later year, like the one that you that never got printed mm-hmm. for the show, you couldn't see the rebel flag. Really? Yep. Because I no, think I, I think me and that. you had a discussion that let's kind of yeah. back off on a back little off bit. on a little bit. That, that makes way. sense. That, that makes good financial sense. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. That's one of the... Well, I'm not even showing you just to show you. I was actually just curious if you could see the flag on the roof or not, but no, I don't think so. So, huh. I have this artwork here. That's one of his designs. So. I, I was not judging that you was taking your pants and showing him your leg. I, I was <laughs> no, no judging. my own business. We, no, we've no been judging. here a while. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but anyway. Uh, so let's talk about uh, F-100s now. Sure. I'm just, okay, great. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk about something I know nothing about. What size, what size motors did I, did I get the point? Of, no, hold on. Shirts, oh. damn it. Let me finish this up. I did can finish up finish two minutes. No, somehow I didn't. Okay. So, Brant and Eric taught me into going through the shirts, getting them myself. Dan and Tara Harvey helped me sell them. I made $3,200 in profit on just shirts. $3,200 the first year in profit. Well, that much money. How many I shirts was, did you sell? 300 300 yeah. And, so let me ask you this. That's um, right. 300 shirts. Did you use we all? we made over $3,000 in profit. And the shirts, I still see people wearing the 2012 shirts, which blows my mind. Yeah, we've oh, yeah. seen so a couple of minutes. Yeah, cool. I did tell you. I did tell you. I don't remember what year you have. Somewhere in the low numbers, 12, 13, 14, something like it that. It is 12, because I remember 2K12 on it. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you got the first one of his design then. And that's yeah. something we still get, you know. We still take pride in is when we go to these shows Seeing and the retention. we see hey, the shirt still looks good. I know I wore, that's what's crazy. I wore it the other day to something. You did, yeah. yeah. You know that's we look at it and we're like, look at that print. That print yeah. was done X number of years ago, and it's that's like amazing. it's still holding up. Oh, yeah. It's still holding up, and that, then, that's a testament. And to then your there's work, yeah. you know because there's other there's other printers that we see artwork for that's mm-hmm. it's not holding up six months from now. So. Uh, Back to the printing shirts and such. Uh, I have seen over the years, though, like if if Graphics Order actually does the shirt, it it sells better. I've seen some people they will try to do their own art and they do a pretty decent job. Some of them do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and but you know you get some people that want to use clip art they got off of Etsy. Oh, absolutely. And and sell it like they made. And, and I have no problem with that. I have no problem I don't with either. that. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with people using clip art uh, to do. No, because there are certain things. I, there, there yeah, is a there is a place and a time mm-hmm. for any of that stuff. Absolutely, any of that stuff. Um, I guess it's one of those things that if the client knows what they're absolutely. in for, yes. absolutely, you know, exactly. if they're okay absolutely. with that, then that's fine. Absolutely, yeah. and you know, and as long as you're up front, if you're up front with the customer, and they come to you for a certain thing, yeah. and you tell them, "Hey, I want this, this, and this," and they say, "Okay, I'm going to do it," you know, you go and go source a piece of art, and and do it, that, and they're okay with that. That's fine. But, you know, there's certain people that, you know, they, they don't handle it that way. They do. They, you know, I like, first time I ever did a show, I used, I used fucking, like, Photoshop, and I'm half-assed at anything. And I, I did my show shirt. I'll like tell that. you what, I'm going to give you a shout-out for the shirt you did in 2016, though. It was all right. Uh, Positive Creations, I think, was the name of the company. They printed them. To that. They printed they them They looked really yeah. good. Yeah. I, 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 I half, wish. Half-assed that one. I wish somebody right now had the balls to step outside the box uh-huh. on a show shirt, uh-huh. or you're preaching to me, uh, to a, you know, to go back and try to do something like a yes. 1995, you know, a 1995 mini nat shirt, or a you know a 2000 slamming and jamming shirt. Mm. To do something like that, the, the you know, you honestly you still get that artwork made right now. Because that that same company still is still out there. So I know that Daytona Trophies did the dash plaques. Who did the artwork back then, like in the the late nineties, early two thousands, the Charlie Cobble shows? Um, we don't reprints. Uh, they would have came from uh, or just style. 
yeah. most of that stuff come from ET. Uh, come from ET Graphics out of Knoxville. See, I don't know that. Or ET. They go by ET Graphics and ET Motor Gear. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, and he's the one that you know he he does all the stuff for like rod runs and, and stuff. And I think like before you guys jumped in, they also did them for Show Fest, if I'm not mistaken, like the late nineties, early two thousand. Uh, probably. Show Fest. I was probably, thinking, but I wasn't you know, sure. stuff like that. You know, yeah. there, it's and there, you know, there's other you know. There's other artists out there and, and other printers and yeah. stuff, too. And, you know, I look up to a lot of those guys. Well, you know, it's so and, funny and you said those exact words. I was literally sitting there on the tip of my tongue asked, debating if I wanted to ask you, are there artists or, you know, artisans in that industry that you look up to? Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I'm not the best artist in the building. I, I'm dead serious. Um, it is a team effort sure. at Graphic Disorder to put some of these designs together. And... Without the team that's that's there, not only not only our art department, but uh, doing separations, um, getting it to the screens, the people that handle the screens, the people that handle before they go on the press, and then the talented people that we have on those presses. It is a team effort. I can design the best thing in the world, you know, to anybody's standard. Sorry, but if if we can't get the separations to the screens and we can't get the ink through the screens onto the garment correctly, it's all for naught. It absolutely has no, there's no yeah. reason to it's do it. It's always strong as yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. You gotta have, you've got to have that team down the line, mm-hmm. you know, so I can't take the credit for a lot of these, these shirt sure. designs that make it to the shirt because I physically don't print. Sure. I have printed. And that's something that we've done as a business mm-hmm. and a business model is all of our artists started on the press. Wow, really? Every one of them. Okay. So they have hands-on experience. Well, you know, coming from my unrelated backgrounds of industry, you know, it's better to have that. I don't want to say entry level because that makes it disparaging. That's not what I mean. But literally, like in the technology world, you've got the OC model, and it, it's one, layers one through seven. The first layer is called the physical layer, and that literally means the cables in the wall. Yeah. So to be able to program on the, on the, from the top down, you know, you have to have an understanding of how that in, original infrastructure relates to everything else. And like the print and press there, you can only make a primo design if you know how it will show up on the printing press. And Absolutely. I, and, I, and I'm saying Absolutely. printing press, and I realize that's Absolutely. not the correct vernacular. And, you know, there, there is really, really good artists out there. Yeah. They're really good artists. And we get the opportunity to print some of this stuff, sure. which is great. We get It's great. Yeah. Because we get to see it. We get to see it. But a lot of those guys don't have the on-press knowledge to know what will and will not print correctly. Sure. And, you know, that's one of the things that I feel lucky that I was able to be in that position to see what prints well and what don't. And being in the building helps too. You know, a lot of these people, they do art and then they ship it to a printer and then it prints and this, that, and the other. If there is an issue with what I've got going on, I can literally walk downstairs and see a printed thing and say, okay, make a mental note. This don't print this way because of this and this and this. Which makes makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, because you prints would be fucked up. You know how to make it work right. Absolutely, and you know it's it's a little, you know, there's, world, there's, world going to hell again, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do not drive down Seven South right now because there are two cars that has had trees fall on them blocking the road. Jesus. And it's getting worse. And right now, Low Gap and Isom is flooding, 
and a few other places. Wow. It's always a fun time when you come around. You know yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just, it's, it's, you just drive a boat. I, I mean, if your you yard's do, it's flooding, a dodge. I mean, what it's do you want me to do? Come wait and get it? But it's a Dodge. It's, it really is a boat. <laughs> it's not a Challenger. It's a Charger. The Challengers are <laughs> They both weigh about the same thing. That's true. So, <laughs> I guess uh, I guess we'll be like fishing wildlife here in a minute. I'm going to try to get me nice. a John boat, and we're just going to go out. And hey, it sounds fun to me, actually. <laughs> sounds like Eric may be hanging out it's a little not, bit longer. It, so. It's not blocking the road going towards Tennessee, well, is it? So, is, is Lee's uh, You're going open? up the hills there. Gone. I think oh, you'll be good. good. Okay. You're going out of elevation there. Okay. You'll be fine. So, But it's not raining across the mountain. In Pound and stuff in Virginia? No, oh, on my side of the mountain over toward Harlem. It's not raining. Huh, no kidding. Yeah, because the wife just texted me and she was like, uh, it sounds like it's bad. And I was like, yeah, it's storming over. She's like, it's not doing nothing. So anyway, um, trying to keep I was going to ask you more. Now that we're done with the uh, newsflash. Huh. Yeah, I was going to say, I should have did a weather Stay report there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tonight, mostly cloudy with a chance of heavy rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, that brings back some memories, doing a little gig for the local radio stations. Let's see. Um, you played three songs an hour. I'm trying to think. And then you the, talk the, the rest of the time. Oh, yeah, well, that's what I do now. Essentially, that's my entire – if you hire that's me accurate. for a DJ gig, I play three songs and, and what I want to listen to, and I talk for an hour. Yeah. Actually, so you get punk music and a whole – It's funny, it? actually, I learned something off Maze. Um, I never talked over music until I started listening to him. I always faded it out when I had something to say, but it, that's dumb. Because think of a strip club DJ. <coughs> They're not going to turn off the music to introduce Bambi on stage four. You're right. And I never thought about that. Right. And that so interrupts right. the flow. And I've learned a lot about him. And it's funny, learning people, industry, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we were going back to your question a minute ago, uh, asking about artists that you looked up to. You know, who have you learned the most off of? Um, I don't know that I can I can name somebody that, oh, I've, sure. learned, yeah. Yeah, that I've learned the most off of. Yeah. But there's a lot of guys out there, and they're not necessarily in this little niche. Mm-hmm. That you know that we're in, yeah, with, with the truck market and the car shows and stuff like that. Well, it's good being able to expand outside the box, exactly, as you said exactly. Earlier. But there, there is some automotive artists that I look up to, and Very you know, cool. you look at some of their stuff, and mm-hmm. and it's really, really well done. Well, I say you guys teach each other within the building so much. I'm absolutely, sure that, absolutely. Know, there's a three way of, of technology exchange. Absolutely, going and, on and, there, and so. each one of us has our own strengths and weaknesses, sure. and and we try to play to that. Right. And, you know, I know my limitations. I can't draw people. That is my limitation. You know, it's funny. I remember when you did the 2012 truck, mm-hmm. you were you were quite proud at how the driver turned out. Absolutely. And, and I agree. That looked, Absolutely. 2013, the one with the, with the he had sleeves and was, mm-hmm. was waving, out the, yep. waving out the window. So who drew Farva? Yeah. That would have been Kelly. Kelly. Good job. Bad ass. Shit, she Kelly job. did. She, it, it, it looked like Farva. It's amazing. I love coming. people coming to the booth. I like how she uh, put Lee's cell phone in. <laughs> 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 I often figure that was probably Eric that made now, if we ever do a, if we ever because do it's like attached one, to my hand at all times. If we ever do one of Lee driving the vehicle. It's going to be swerving all over he's the road. He's going to be swerving. You're going to be able to see the phone yeah. in there, at least the glow. I'm of going 38 s- miles an hour, yes. and you can see the glow of the phone. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. has cruise control and won't use it on the highway. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the first time I think he ever used air conditioning was recently. Because I put a new thermostat uh, and uh, uh, the temperature sensor in. I didn't know how hot it was running. It's nice. Four point three trucks are nice. Damn it, I was going somewhere. I had a really good question, and yeah. then it just went to shit. Completely. So, what kind of motors your F one hundred have? It's got a uh, like a later model three hundred two in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, the AOD. The AOD. Well, yeah. You put like an AOD look out of an Explorer in it? No, it came out of. It's like a. I see Burton's ears late, popping up over here. It's man. like a late. Yep. Like an eight, late eighties, early nineties. Oh, so it's a mechanical one. Yeah. Not, not a late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. AODE suck. I have an E four OD in my. They do suck. Yeah, but they. 
you know, the mechanical ones still have that TV cable, and you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you not want to put a stick shift in it? Uh, it I bought it like that. Oh, okay. It had already been swapped out. Oh, fine. That makes sense. You know, but then the time and chain went and chewed it up, and <laughs> it's set for two years. <laughs> so so is it getting a different motor now? No, that, this was <clears throat> four or five years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of time and chains and things, it makes me think of my random S10s. That's because they break. So <laughs> over the years, yeah. Eric has actually lettered. And I realize that's something that time does not allow you to do anymore. But he actually lettered both of my shop trucks. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever even knew that. The the uh, the, the Letcher Furniture, Letcher Manufacturing no, Truck. I didn't know he did. And the Blue Grass Funeral Home I... Truck. That was his work. And I would literally get pulled over. I went to Rod Run in it once, which, again, is not really my thing. And I'll tell you why I went to Rod Run. Because I was getting the truck ready to go to Slam Session in Greenville, North Carolina, no. which has the same weekend. And as I was pulling out the garage at 3 o'clock in the morning to start driving all the way to the coast, my brakes were out. And so I had to wait till the next morning to bleed my brakes, and I just ran out of time. So I went on to Pigeon Forward, which I had a great time. It was a good weekend. But the thing with that truck is is uh, uh, people would stop me at Rod Run and say, oh, my God, who did your fucking lettering? You know, that is, that is rad. You know, can you hook us up with him and stuff? I'm like, no. No, it's just for me. No, fuck off. But, but in all sincerity, the quality of the work. So, so you know, Eric is not just a behind the keyboard artist. You know, the things that he can do with pinstripe and brushes and things like that is is really you know super top tier. You striped for a long time. I did. Do you still ever no, dabble at all anymore? I'm not touch the brush. Just completely lost interest, or just time. Just thing? time. It's the bandwidth thing. It's just well, like everything else. It's yeah. just I've got, you know, got a family now and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and it's just, you know, it's my time outside of work sure. is you know more valuable than no absolutely doing stuff like that you know? the uh so let's talk about some shows i think there's, there's some important things we need to cover shows we'll loop mike back into it a little bit but before we get really deep into the the discussion of each showdown we need to talk about what we did in london a couple of weeks ago the cerebral palsy show thank you so so our buddy Braden scott uh who is a young man in london and his, his family and, and his friend, I think Justin Hawk Smith, was, was his buddy. Uh, they got together and put on a show that benefited the cerebral palsy research. And it was a, it was really neat because I don't think I've ever seen a show that advertised on the digital billboards on the interstate before. It was really wild to see. Ah, I thought that was super cool. Yeah. But they put on an event. Um, I think it's their third or fourth annual event in London, Kentucky. And this was a little bit more geared towards the lifted trucks, but I actually... I, I actually, had a good time. I really did. Well, I, I actually wrote Braden before. I'm like, hey, look, this is actually an off weekend for us. We usually go to more national shows, but we're local, and we'd love to come up and hang out with you guys a little bit. Would you mind us setting up? And he wrote me back just immediately. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. That'd be great. And I said, well, I'm going to warn you. If we show up, you know, we bring some low life. You know, we bring people with lower trucks and stuff like that. And he said, dude, we'd love to have them. You know, all trucks are, are welcome here. And, and we'd love to see. So so we rolled out pretty big. We actually you know, took seven, eight trucks, something like that, set up the booth of this show, and uh, we uh, we really kind of made our presence known uh, uh, other than the dude with the side-by-side. No, there was, no, was a dude with the side-by-side. I'm sure that thing costs oh, a lot of money. God and it had almighty. this sound system in it. And the motherfucker won't play it. Country rat bullshit constantly. Yeah, it was uh, fucking it was, terrible. It was a, yeah, it, I just, it was, I, it's like he didn't I give a fuck. I could see your fuck. eyes literally he, just bloodshot. Oh, he they just were, couldn't fucking turn it down so the rest of us could enjoy silence <laughs> they were parked right beside our damn booth too oh it was god they funny. would and they, they played the motherfucker all day i was hoping like, I was like, oh, the battery dies on it as we were bitch. setting up the tent they started oh, cranking up like you know, earl dibbles jr or what the fuck ever i'm like oh this is gonna be <laughs> i don't know this could be good times were, man this could be good uh, they times. were visually intoxicated too. but oh yeah so, and like and like as soon as we got there oh absolutely yeah, that very was lit. And, yeah but you know a lot of high quality there a lot of oh, lifted stuff it was in our seat very expensive rides brandon shirley 
Harley came out and brought, you know, this uh, D50, the D50, which was, was awesome. And we went 100 miles an hour in it. it did you really get 100 miles an hour? Fuck yeah, that thing is scoot. So crazy a, shit. A I was all happy because I got to ride in and you got to do 100 in it. That's I got to do 100 in it. That thing would fucking scoot. That's no joke. Refresh me, that truck, that motor, is it a, I know it's 4G63T, but is it a factory 4G63T or they add the turbo afterwards? And I know Brandon didn't originally I, build it. I want to say that's a factory turbo motor. 4G63T motor? I thought he motor. said it was factory turbo motor. Really? I, I, yeah, I want to say it is. Man, a factory turbo motor is in, out of a. Uh, it was Eclipse. It was an Eclipse. Yeah, yeah. Talon, that, that whole generation. I, I forget there was turbo Talons too. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. That, those are just so or, great ass. A Plymouth Laser. I've seen one of them sons of bitches take 60 pounds of boost. I was so proud that I said Plymouth Laser and you just totally ignored me. Plymouth that, Yeah, that's, that's what an equal talent Plymouth Laser. Yeah, same yeah, car. No, yeah. Laser yes. was a different vehicle. No. No, it was the same thing. Uh huh. Is, yeah. is it really? Yeah. I think it was the previous generation, though. I think you're right. Oh, okay. Well, he was I, right on I was thinking of the round, rounder ones. Right, The right, right, second right. gens, yeah. right, right, which right. they had a way better. I think, the, I think the Plymouth turned into the Eagles. That makes sense. I don't think they okay. generation. Okay. That, that makes sense because, uh, well, the later generation had a better motor in it anyways. Just but so they're at that booth. So, but you take the turbo off the older motor and you, put it on the new motor. Jesus Christ, who else do we have there? We had uh, Chris Wilson's boy. You know, Connor uh, was there yeah, with Connor. his bagged Ranger. Uh, uh, John Brown came. Farva brought the short bus. Yep. Uh, John Brown was there. Um, was there any other? Yeah, there was a few more of our crowd. I'm drawing a little bit of a uh, blank. Of course John, I had, John I had Brown's cousin was there. I had Don't Lay there. He's fuel pumping out. Was that John Brown's cousin? Yep, and that's... And we tr- we tried to help. I think, I think it was John Brown's We cousin. went over and beat in that truck for a while. I know, he's, he's from London, though, for you sure. You know, at S- S10 fuel pump, I, 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 I did everything I knew to do. I kicked it, and I kicked it some more, and I beat it with a hammer, did you and put then a, I kicked it. Did you Did you really want it to run, though? Because if you did, you would have put a blue oval on it. Ooh. I just had to. That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. If Farber had been here, he would have shunned you for that. I, one. I know, and Just I wish it, I, I'd like for him to been here for that one because that'd been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we outnumbered him. <laughs> we outnumbered him today. Ugh. First time ever. Oh, it, I, yeah, I don't like this at all. <laughs> it, it makes me feel you a little are really skeezy. Cornered, too. I'm, I'm feeling yeah. a little skeezy in this there, one, I have to admit. There's so. nothing like Well, not only that, but not only am I surrounded by Ford people, but you got to do this knowing me for 20 some years that could tell the spiked hair stories and shit. So that's not, it's not good, good to yeah, I'm for the home going, team. I'm not <laughs> going there tonight. Thanks, man. I appreciate that very much, dude. Very much. So. Uh, we had a blast that show, and we actually did surprisingly well. But oh, you and I, more good. importantly, got to eat White Castles. Oh, it was great! And we ate at the Old Town Grill, which I'd always kind of avoided. Man, that place is that good. That was really so good. Was good. It's an episode. It's going to be food. Oh, and that was really man. good. What was it we got? Was it barbecue pork fries. You got the barbecue pork barbecue pork nachos. Oh, it was so fun. And I had man. a buffalo chicken wrap, and it was oh, so awesome. Good. It looked good. It was oh, really, really good. Man, but the a, one they brought out for Farva looked even better than both of us. Well, they literally gave you, like, the shit cheese, and then, like, they, like, creme brulee his stuff. They oh, torched absolutely. it and put, like, parsley Fuck on yeah, it. This was beautiful. Oh, my God. Your chef didn't give a shit. The ingredients yeah. were there, but it was, was no still style. Good. So what's fucked yeah. up is it was still good. Yeah, well, fair so enough. I yeah. can imagine how good his actually was. But uh, that show was really cool, you know, and and, uh, and, and listening. We got that fancy, we got what quote would be a fancy burger from White Castle. It was fucking terrible. The original. Have you tried the original? Do you, you don't have we White don't have White Castles down there. I forget that. That sucks. Well, they have the original. They call it the 1921 burger. Not very good. Which is supposed to be like. Zero stars. I've never ate it one. What? No. For real, Eric? For real. Dude. Yeah. Dude, we got to make that happen. We got to make that day. happen. That's okay. going to be a thing. I don't know why, but we're going to make that happen. Oh, yeah, that's one that's day. definitely going to Kit Kats and White Castle sounds like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> You're preaching to my heart. I don't drink, and I've never drank, but that sounds like a meal that you would have after the bars at 2 o'clock in the morning. That sounds like a meal I'd have any time of the day. I mean, that's what. Oh, that I sounds mean, we, good. It's like breakfast. I don't have to be drunk to eat that. The only thing <laughs> we have right close, now. you know, we have Crystal. 
Which is the NASCAR Which, version of White Castle. Exactly. <laughs> and that is the place you go at 2 a.m. after you've been drinking all night. <laughs> because it's the only place open. I totally you know? understand. I, I still like Crystal. But I enjoyed the shit out of like that Crystal. show. Crystal. It was a great right. location. Right. It's, not, it's, not, it's not White Castle, but it's pretty good. They have pups. They have hot, tiny hot dogs. It's, it's, like, it's, it's awesome, just, man. It's My just, kids love them. And I good. love them, too, because usually they don't eat all the ones they get, so I still let them beat them. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it makes sense. Bad tax. The... Uh, that's good. Dad uh, tax is always great. You know? Dad tax? Dad I tax. I won't turn down food. It's an inter- I've never heard that before. Dad tax. Anytime that you take anything from your kids, you just say dad tax. They can't do anything with it. Just like real tax. I like you, that. Just, it's the one thing you got to pay. I, I like that. I remember that. <laughs> you're going to lose 40% of your fries. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. This is the, and then, and I then made before you, you even start. Hey, before you ask me for anything, there's a tax that goes along with that, too. That's 5% funny. in the state of Kentucky. That's funny, actually. Every transaction. Um, but no, the show was great, and, and, and in all seriously, it, it's interesting to see the lifted crowd, the kind of money that they're putting in. Oh yeah, shit. it was big money. You I mean, know, there was some uh, everything under those. There, too. there was, but everything under those damn trucks is powder coated. Everything. Yeah, big like, money. It's bizarre. I don't, you know, hell, they powder coat things. I didn't know you could powder coat powder coat a brake pads, for example. That doesn't really happen, but you know, whatever. Um, the work might as well. that, and the work that they put into those was was awesome. And Justin well, Smith, his yep. truck with the pretzel drive shafts, as you walk in, I'd still love to know. It was Ford, of course. So Makes sense. It makes sense. No, but you know what it didn't break? You know what it didn't break? The rear end and the fuel pump worked. I like that. that. All right. (laughs) But you know, the guy putting on the show had a badass Silverado. He did, which was really interesting because he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, and it had a fucking elevator. I know it was wild. It was the coolest thing ever. Both the the doors, the damn door, come out horizontally, and it had a wheelchair elevator that would bring him up to control it. If anybody, if anybody's an off weekend around that time next year, I really do suggest that show to you. The weekend before, the weekend before East Tennessee Showdown. So I guess it's kind of mid June, something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, and it's in London, Kentucky, right off the interstate. It it will be the fifth annual cerebral palsy. They have an event page or they have a Facebook page now. I'll have to link. I'll send a link out later. Fifty trucks. Shit, no, dude. They had over 100. They was had, it, was yeah. it really that big? I never moved they out had, of our yeah. one little area. Well, there was some yeet-eat stuff down at the end. Oh, you had, like, the, the squatted F-250, you know, with, like, oh, the, 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 the yeah. tennis balls and the antenna. Yeah, it's not truck. Yeah, it's it not was, like, sparkly truck. blue, but it was over rust, you know. Like they put it was, like, basketball like, blue, like, like but over wrap. rusty fenders. So yeah. they took vinyl wrap and put it over top of it? You know, I hadn't thought of it. It may have been wrap. That's uh, funny. Yes, it's vinyl. I hadn't thought about that. But I think it was more like... Flake stone and bass boat flake. Hey, Lee, don't you love wraps? No. <laughs> I do. I, I like that buffalo chicken wrap we had that night. Fuck yeah. That was, that was good I time, look good. So. I look good. But definitely shout out to those guys. They they rocked it. They did a fucking you know, awesome job. You know, Buffalo Wild Wings uh, chicken wrap's pretty good, too. <laughs> Remember the generic Buffalo Wild Wings there in London we ate at? Oh, well, wing. Buffalo Wings and things? Wings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Do you it's remember? Right off when, the interstate. Yeah. yeah. Well, we went there after Better a show fucking. last year, and they were having fucking prom. But we've been at a show all day, so imagine Shay and Farva and I we're with a prom crowd. Yeah, we was exhausted, Doing too. our normal, running our mouth like usual. We offended everybody. Oh, absolutely. We walked in there, and everybody's wearing all these fancy clothes, and you get us, and we're just... Of course, I just start laughing, I mean, because, you know, I'm pointing shit. <laughs> but, walk in, oh, rock. We look great. like white trash. Total white trash. Yeah. Sunburned, sweaty, oh, yes. I mean, show shirts on, and, and yeah, we look... You know, At least we give a good tip. Speaking of tattoos, um, revolution, yeah, I'm calling you, you out. I'm not good. Listen, well, listeners, it, listen eight and a half. Several of us, for some horrible reason we we're going to regret, are getting the LCD logo tattooed. Even me. Uh-huh. And so, so we're going to go to a shop. We're looking at two different shops right now around Middlesbrough, Kentucky. 
Uh, we've already taken one out of contention. I went, uh, so we're looking at two different shops in Middlesbrough, <laughs> Kentucky. Contention's a good way to put Ooh, it. Yeah. Kitchen wizard. We'll talk about that. Kitchen we'll talk wizard. about that one off air. Um, but we're actually going to be stupid, and we're going to get the rooster on the microphone uh, logo. Burton, you going to get one, too? No. He, he, he's, not, he's not tatted up. I know me neither. Yeah, but no. see, no. you don't have hey, an excuse. I can get you tattoos. They do them up here in the jail. They take a... How is Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> they take staples and burnt styrofoam, and that's not toxic at all. <laughs> I mean, it would, turn, it would turn green in a couple of years. Hey, and the cool thing I need is to know how this works. I'm intrigued. because they bump up real bad. So I mean, you get like a full out effect with that shit. Oh. Wait, time out. And it's right here. You getting one too, Eric? Staples. No, I'm good. I'm staples. <laughs> how do they do this? They sneak all sorts of stuff in jail. No, I'm just curious how this. The chemically, how do they? What do they? They take all I want to this, hear this tattoo process. Their, like their styrofoam cups that they're allowed to drink out of because they're like, oh, they can't do nothing with styrofoam cups. But yet they take and like put them up to the heat lamp or something. They're light. They cross over stuff. Like one guy had, like he actually did have a really nice tattoo. Like it was, I, I hated to say it. <laughs> Made out of a styrofoam it cup. really looked look good. And it was like a shadowed. It was like a real light gray, like yeah. a black and white shadowy looking tattoo. And I was like, dude, where'd you get that done at? He's like, in jail? And I was like, no. And he's like, yeah. And he started telling me this. I was like, that's actually wild. really cool that it turned out and you didn't lose your arm. So who, <laughs> who comes up with that in the first place? I mean, who, who's sitting around thinking, you know, styrofoam cup? this is what I have. I have a lighter. I have some staples. And I have a styrofoam coffee cup. This sounds like a great tattoo setup. It's the same people that make meth. It's like everything ingredient in it, it says, do not eat. And you put it all together. I'm convinced that that's you true. took a bunch of Hill Jacks. That make meth in the trunk of an '84 Buick. They can solve, and you give them, and yeah. If you give them a budget and a research fund, they can solve cancer. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. So anyway, but no, wrapping up that show in London it was a blast. Everybody should check that one out. That's that's even cl- remotely close there. Absolutely. Idea. And what was that place? They got Probably. a little wild that night. Uh, there what was, was that place we ate at? Old Town Grill. Uh, definitely London. eat at Old Town Grill. Place Very pretty so. fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. Absolutely. And anyway, okay, so, so then the next weekend, yeah. and this one is, is, is heavily on Eric and it involves Mike too, you know, in a different way because he actually got to experience it. So we'll loop these yeah, guys I, back yeah. in. Yeah, and I was there at 1230. So, <sighs> of course, our buddy Justin White and RJ Shelton, they put on, and, and a lot of the camper guys there put on East Tennessee Showdown, which is East Tennessee's preeminent mini truck show. One day and mini nets. One day mini nets. I like that. God, where do we even start? Because there's so many important things that I have I no idea. To, I don't. I don't. I don't really know either. Well, so <sighs> I mean, it really started at Mini Nats. Yeah, I remember okay. y'all having this discussion. So jump me. in and correct me at any point if I say okay. anything wrong here. Go for it. But I'm going to give a little sketch backstory. Go for it. And, and I'll do it as vanilla as I can because you know, obviously, you've got a long drive. And the world's burning down around you, so I know you got shit to no, do. No, he's got to get a John boat. Yeah. Make sure I'm you send pictures of I mean, a John boat. Well, at this point, they're like, you know, flashlights signaling him through You're, the window and shit, yeah, you know. You the camper to, top you got out here, we'll turn that upside down. We'll use that as well. <laughs> so, like, are you going to put, like, a, like a parka on and a plastic bag over your head? I've got one of them fancy ones that you just put on and pull the cord and it pops out. Oh, nice, 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 nice. So, my dad told me, he said it was the safest time to speed was when it was raining real bad because nobody really wanted to get out yeah, with their hat wet. If you see somebody on the side of the road getting a ticket and it's raining, 
Them fuckers fucked up. Bye. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, they, they just shot somebody. They, they made me not get to eat or something today. If I'm getting out and getting wet. <laughs> they made you not get to eat. A wet trooper is a dumb trooper. So. Wow. Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's that is outstanding. That's I love it. fair. Yeah. I don't think all the times I've sped in my life that I got pulled over in the rain. So, in 2000 Ever. and... Ever. But it's dangerous. Do not speed yeah. in the rain. Yeah. Fuckers. I mean, like... If you don't have the skill to drive, you should not speed anyways. Just say So in 2003, uh, maybe even 2002, I met one of my soulmates, uh, Sketch, Ian Hawkins. Hell And uh, <laughs> that, that, that was for you, Sketch. Anyway, we met, and, and again, Eric, if I'm telling any of, even you'll know some of this backstory too, so jump me, you know, if I'm because it's 20 years. But I met him... Uh, I don't quite remember how we ended up meeting in the first place. I think it was online, not creepy at all. Which is also funny because that's how I met Chris Wilson too. You met? Uh, I thought you met Chris yeah, Wilson on the show. No, I met Chris Wilson online because I, I actually used form. to run a website called minitruckweek.com, which is a little rinky dink ass website that was literally solely for the purpose of talking about the Nats, you know, and and it was goofy as fuck. But I posted a bunch of pictures because everybody thought, you know, back then it was Street Source, and uh, anyway. Posted a bunch of pictures. Yeah, this was, you know, 99, 2000, 2001. Well, Chris actually reached out to me because I put a picture of his Ranger, the same one that's on our Chris Wilson shirt that Eric designed, uh, which looks just fucking like his Ranger, which is bizarre. And there's something about a Ranger. Chris teared up when he said that. Yeah. He did. That was his truck. He really I, it was I would very like emotional. There's just something about um, a Ranger on a shirt. You nailed it. It, just, it was awesome. But anyway. Beautiful. Absolute work of art. I hate that we sell them. It makes me feel so dirty. <laughs> I, I try to talk people out of them. so good, too. They're selling good this year. I know. It's a Ranger, what, man. It's what pulls me so bad. Like, I've got my fleet side, but then I look at that shirt, and it's got a step side. I'm like, man, it would look so <laughs> Has he seen the newest one? Side. I don't think he has. Oh, We've newest, not made it public newest. yet. Yeah, yeah, i have to show him in a second. The newest, the newest one. The new Ranger shirt, you knocked out of the fucking park. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't remember it. Blue step-side oh, stereo yeah, yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah. It, it was oh, awesome. No, you sent me pictures. Did I send that one? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was like, Lee, I need the front end to look down. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> LMC story time. Go ahead. So, anyway, 2003. Is it raining outside? Fuck. Is it raining? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go tell your story. I'm going to hear you. Really? The world's really? flooding. It's I'm cool. talking about boats, and you're asking if it's raining. No, I'll tell you straight. You do you, ma'am. That's, that's fine. I'm kind of curious about myself. No, I want to see it, too. Throw that door open. It's not raining. Is it not quit. raining? Sweet, good. Here it is. We're good. Really? I need to go pee. You're an asshole. <sighs> We're professional. Absolutely. So, anyway, he don't need to hear this story. So, anyway, in 2003, uh, I met my buddy Sketch. And I can't remember how, how we met. I'm pretty sure it was probably online. But at the time, he had a job. He was doing some drafting stuff. So he and I would text, or it wasn't text back then because we all had fucking flip phones. Um, it, we would message and email back and forth all day long, and that's how we'd become such good buddies because we had the same stupid sense of humor. We would literally write back and forth all day long making dumb jokes and, and cracking and stuff like that. And, and I love him. And, and I loved him then, and I always love him. And uh, anyway, the uh, truly one of the, one of the closest people that I've ever had in my life. Um, but in 2003... We met, and the greatest thing about him is he did not make fun of my Sonoma at the time because it had Maltese Cross Bridge, and he should have made fun of it, but he was like, oh, yeah, that's that's cool, man. And that's pretty much how we met in Rogersville, Tennessee at a show. In fact, I actually posted up the video uh, here a few months back, his old rip from camcorder, of us at that show. That's a show in Rogersville, or 
yeah, Rogersville that I actually met Sketch at. But anyway, nighttime show was super cool. I love nighttime shows. Yeah, oh, God. But we will talk about that another time, too. I, I want more nighttime shows. I do, too. I thought Static Nationals was a nighttime show. And it's not. It's a daytime show. Boo. <laughs> boo, Robbie, boo. boo but anyway. Robbie, come on. So, 2003, met Sketch. We, we, we developed a great friendship. And then I'd go down and see him Hell all Satan. the time. Uh, that's, again, that's for you, Sketch. That's and you, uh, go down all the time. Well, here's the thing, though, about Sketch. And, and I hope I'm not overstepping and saying this. And of course, my details are a little fuzzy. But in 2003, his father was very ill. Um, at the time, his father had some liver problems. And, of course, I'd been courting Sketch all year long to uh, bring his car at the time, which was, I think, it was aluminum on, on, on air cylinders before he got the Sonoma. Uh, and bring it up, bring it to the show, the first ever H-Word show in 2003. Right before the show, his dad kind of took a turn for the worse and, and Sketch, you know, told me, he said, man, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it. And, of course, I understood that, obviously. And he went and told his dad, you know, I'm going to hang out here with you, you know, I'm not going to go. And he said, son, don't be a goddamn pussy. You know, get your ass up there and have a good time with your buddies, and I'll be here when you get back. And he actually convinced Sketch to come up to the show. And, of course, he was. He was there when he got back, I, I believe, that he passed away a few months later, but again, the, I could be quite a bit off in those dates. Regardless, he made it back and hung out with his dad. But he come up, had a great time. He was at the first ever H Word show, and uh, got the bug real hard. You know, he'd always been into those kind of things, always been into cars. And, and Sketch, he got his name. Not only is he an excellent artist, uh, but he was known for doing fine line tape work that was second to none. Uh, the flames that he laid out. Flames. I about uh, to say that was in a- his early twenties was. Truly, just traditional street rod stuff that that a lot of your your people with crybaby dolls would be just gush over. You know, you soak you a lot. You rarely of it. ever see tasteful flames anymore. Note on that. You rarely ever see tasteful flames anymore, yeah. and the and these are super super tasteful. So he was known for that. Of course, I mean, he actually striped a fridge that I had, which was one of the coolest things ever. And and I hated to, to have ever left that house because that fridge was was rad. Uh, was the, uh, did you leave the fridge? Yeah, I left the fridge. Yeah. It was starting to to go down. Oh, so. okay, yeah. It was starting to go down, but the whole thing was flamed top to bottom. It was it was so rad, and I've got pictures of him actually flaming the fridge, and and I actually think I posted those up on on the LCD Instagram once upon a time. But anyway, so oh, that sounds serious. <laughs> so anyway, that, that being said, um, so Sketch comes up, has a good time, and, and our friendship, you know, continues, and I and I feel like we the, we had several special moments together. Yeah. Blossomed. It, yeah, it blossomed. It, it blossomed. flourished, if flourished. you will. Yeah, oh, you really, like that? Very, very well, like very that. well. Yes. And it, become, it becomes something, you know, very, very cool. Um, in 2005, he built his dream truck. And what was that? It was a short bed, single cab, hot rod inspired Sonoma. And it's a black truck he painted himself. Uh, black truck covered in maroon flames. A lot of those had devil tails on them. And it had 34 or 33 Ford door handles on it. Uh, ooh, it had a Ford part. I never realized that. It had a one on it? Yes. Some some off-brand door handles. I don't oh, remember what they yeah. were. Mm. <clears throat> anyway, no wonder they don't work. Br- br- anyway, brought the value up a little bit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, anyway, he built his dream truck, and it was the Sinoma. S-I-N-O-M-A. Oh, I like because it. the devil tells, you know. Like it that. made sense. I like that. Well, he rocked around for years and had a good time with it, and he and I have a lot of stories and, and you know, <laughs> some really, really good stories and when he gets feeling a little bit better, you know, he'll come up and join us at some point, and, and we'll tell some of them stories. Uh, but anyway, um, life goes on, and Sketch, you know, becomes a family man, and things, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. And and he ended up parting ways with his truck. Mm-hmm. That happens. 
And it actually we, happens quite a bit of mini truckers. It does. It does. It does. And then we lose track of it. They yep. get. And, they have, usually have two fates. They mm-hmm. either get sold. They get sold and they're gone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they change hands a dozen times. Oh yeah, they turn and they get trashed. Yeah. Or they get put in a corner. Yeah. And never seen again. Yeah. Com- yeah. Completely apart in the yep. garage and yeah. they stay yeah. that way. No, I agree. There's yeah. a lot of. You know, vehicles that surprise me that are still owned by the original owners. Absolutely. Um, and I'm and I'm blanking on his name. It's not Pat Summit because that was the F100 person. But uh, the Lemon Ice Toyota, the convertible lifted Toyota that was always at Booger Bash and okay. stuff. Yeah. You know, Pat something. That truck still exists. It's still in his garage in North Carolina. It's it's perfect. You know, it's, it's perfect. Well, it's wild it was. When, you, when you run into one of those trucks that you thought disappeared. You sit driving around and you're like, what the Exactly, fuck? for the world. Of course, you know, then again, you also sometimes see them driving around, but they now have an old man camper shell on it. Uh, yes. I break for or, yard sale sticker or, with a lot of rust. I've got a better one. Like, you see a truck drive by and it has the <clears> bed <throat> that's been airbrushed on it. Some random ass truck. It's like, what the fuck? I seen (laughs) a total skitter jiggy beater pewter (laughs) S10 the other day. It's been, I mean, a couple years. You know, other day in Eastern Kentucky can be any time in the last decade. Oh, absolutely. With a full calligraphic door on it that I could, full calligraphic. (laughs) Really? Pewter S10. Oh, 100%. I think it was a Manchester, Kentucky. Full pewter truck, or a pewter truck with a full calligraphic door on it. No other calligraphic parts. I just straight from a wrecking yard, you know. It's okay. He probably spray bombed it that night. That door was worth more as as garage wall art. (laughs) somebody than than the 75 bucks he gave for it but anyway so again uh there is fate and and like eric said you know you remember my old white s10 right yeah um the uh uh i actually bought that one back just because i hated seeing it go through so many hands get worse and worse and worse and i junked it i mean me personally i I kept the parts off of it that i wanted and and i and i sunk it and that that truck i say sunk ironically because i think it got flooded because it was on the banks in, in Martin at Cody Bartram's house. That's where I finally junked it out at. I took it to his house and, and uh, unloaded it there. Mm. But anyway, at that point, just cabin a frame. The frame was broke because, yeah, shit happens. Don't, don't, don't get started. That's going to be a long so, story. That'd be, that'd be too long of a story. Yeah, like, you're go, or you're going to just get fucking Talking mad. about my old white truck and my dogs, he's you know, gonna, that just gonna, takes the whole episode. He's going to get fucking mad and they were going to be. So anyway, um, and again, sketch, sketch kind of, you know, life happens. And, and we kind of lose a little bit of contact and stuff. And, well, occasionally we'll reach out and check on each other, but we went quite a bit of time and, and didn't uh, didn't really hear from him. So anyway, so a couple years ago, I get this point, I guess, I kind of get a random message, you know, just, hey, I love you, bye. <laughs> Sketch. <laughs> so what the fuck, dude? And we get talking and stuff, and, and and he'll probably get pissed at me for saying this, but, you know, shit happens. But essentially, you know, he says, you know, I, I, I didn't know how you guys would respond to me reaching back out, you know, because I've not been in the, the scene for a while and stuff, and, and I'm like, dude, who fucking cares? You're my friend. You're my brother. You always will be. I don't care if you got a fucking truck. That doesn't mean anything to me. You know, we may have met for and and for common interest and become friends over common interest. You're my friend no matter what. I don't care. You know, if you're fucking driving a a bodied cover truck, or you're riding a goddamn unicycle to work. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference to me. I love you. You know, and I always will. So we kind of just take off like you know nothing. But he says something around that time bothered me. And I don't even know if I told you this part yet or not. But he says, I've been feeling bad, and I don't know why. And I can't quite figure out why. <clears throat> well, anyway, fast forward to nine months ago? Uh, about January. Okay, about January? Okay. Yeah. Really? That, that, that's all that's happened that fast? Yeah. He got, he got sick around, probably around December. Okay. Like, really starting yeah. to. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, fast forward. And, and again, kind of taking a little bit of a dark turn here, but 
our buddy Sketch, they realize he has non-alcoholic, uh, it's technically progressed from fatty liver syndrome, but cirrhosis of the liver, which, if I'm not mistaken, and I hope I'm not mistaken, that's what his father passed away from at a very early age. Hmm. And it's pretty bad. So, anyway, you know, we talk a lot, and, and, and you know, we try and keep spirits up, stuff like that. Well, one of the things, as I'm not mentioned, is that Eric is Sketch's brother-in-law. Eric's wife, Laura, and Sketch's wife are married. Are married. I had no idea. Married. Yeah, they're married. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> are sisters. God almighty. <laughs> and it's what I give for trying to do. Eastern Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's they're, Tennessee. <laughs> they're, they're sisters. They're sisters. And uh, so Sketch and Eric are brother-in-laws. And, and, of course, Eric has the same affinity, you know, for graphics, obviously, as we've learned, that Sketch does. You know, very talented guys, and they've always had that in common and stuff. Well, anyway, uh, Sketch has, has good days, bad days, spent a lot of time in the hospital, uh, ends up, you know, um, losing his job. Uh, yeah. Can I yeah. say it like that, yeah. I guess? And, and no fault of his own. But kind of a, from what I hear, kind of a shitty employer, you know, cutting out FMLA and, and firing without due notice. And oh, there's, there's so some, some, some nasty stuff there. That's and, so fucking illegal. And, and, again, this is purely hearsay. I'm not, you know, saying anything factual as far as, because I don't know the facts. This is just my understanding as I have been told. And uh, bad stuff. So all of a sudden, you know, Sketch, who's, you know, pretty much the breadwinner of the family, who has, you know, three children and a wife, He's no longer the breadwinner of the family. He's going through some pretty hard times. Well, anyway, you know, keeping spirits up and stuff like that is one of the most important things when there's health issues and, and you know, letting your, your friends letting you know how much they love you and support you and stuff. And, uh, and I don't think Sketch has had any shortage of that outpouring, which we're going to explain. But, again, it's hard to keep your spirits up in that time. Well, he gets a lot of his things lined out, and, and they're making progress on, on those aspects of his personal life. But let's go on to the fun stuff. Let's go on to April this year at Mini Nats. So I see Eric walking around. And he asked me, he said, uh, um, you know, where's Sketch's old truck at right now? And I tell him, I said, dude, if you're going to do what, you, what I think you're going to do, I want in on this. You know, I want to be involved in this. Uh, didn't JW have it? Well, that's what, he, what I told him. I said, JW has it. And uh, so you think you'd be interested in selling it? I said, we'll go find out. So JW's there. I go talk to him. I say, JW. Would you be interested in selling Sketch's truck? He said, "Absolutely not." I'm like, okay, we're rock and roll. <laughs> well, he kind of catches it back up with me. He's like, "Why do you ask me that?" And I said, "Well, Eric proposed to me. He would be interested in acquiring it, and I think because we really hadn't talked much at that point about it, I said I think he wants to give it back to Sketch." Well, anyway, um, the uh, uh, I, he goes over at this point, talks to Eric. He actually August, called me. He called, he called me you. about. Okay. A week later. Okay. So it was about See, a week. I did, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't yeah. realize that. Okay. I got you then. So at that point, you know, I wasn't involved in that conversation. Yeah. How did that go down? Um, You know, I actually, you know, he called me and I, you know, I asked him, I said, you know, what, you know, would you be willing to sell it? Yeah. Because I'd like to give it back to him, you know, to, you know, because I, I know that he had missed it because he had mm-hmm. been. You know, he'd been posting pictures of it, and, you know, we talked, you know, yeah, family yeah. stuff and stuff like that, and he talked about it, missing it. Oh, I thought the pictures posting was very timely. There yeah. Were a couple of those yeah. that, that... Yeah. And I, I, I thought he I thought he knew at that point. I can honestly say, dude, that's one thing he never would have got from me. Yep. I kept it as quiet as yep. anything. I thought I he knew. Quiet, so I was that, afraid yeah. at that point, because yeah. I seen that one picture, and that wasn't a week or so before, the it last was. picture he posted. I'm like, it oh, was. no way. I know. So, so JW, you know... Uh, 
we talked on the phone. Yeah. And, you know, I told him what I wanted to do. And he's like, I can't, I can't sell you this truck. He said, but I've been expecting this call for years. Oh, yeah. Well, that's. He said, he said, I've been expecting this for years. He said. Let me pause you just for a second. Let me back up because I left out a very important part of that story. In 2008 and a half. Um, that's when the, that's, that's 2008. Yeah. 2008. He sells a truck in 2008. And in November of 2008, or was it 2010? Fuck. I think November 2010. Sells a truck 2008. I think November 2010 is when I get a call in the middle of the night. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, a guy named Adam uh, Tipton from Gate City, Virginia said, you won't believe this. Sketch's old truck just got unloaded from a rollback onto a buy-here-pay-here car lot in Gate City. I said, what? Bullshit. He said, no, dude, I swear. And and he was on the phone at the time. He said, I'm walking around it right now. I said, it looks rough. He said, it's missing the top link bar, uh, missing wheels. All the air management's gone, but it's and the tailgate's gone. But, or at that point, the tailgate was still there. It got stolen that night. But at that point, you know, the truck's there. And I said, I'll be there, you know, hour and a half. That's how far I was, and I start driving, and literally drive down to this car lot, lay eyes on this truck that night, which had the tailgate at that point. I don't remember the details exactly, but essentially, I let JW know, and JW come down the next day and bought it with the intention, and that's one thing that's kind of important, that keep it in the family. Yeah. We didn't want to lose that truck again. Yeah. You know, it was very important. And he wanted to keep a hold of it to see, like you said, if that opportunity ever arose. So now I'm going to shut up and let you finish because that is kind of an important part of the story. And he kept the damn truck for over 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you Put know, at and least two motors in it that I know of. And, and he told me, he said, I, I can't sell it. He said, but if you're planning on doing what I think you're going to do, if you want this truck, I'll bring it to you. And I'll give you the title. And I was like, no, I'll come, you know, I'll offer to come get it. And all this other stuff. And he said, no. He said, I'll put it on the trailer tomorrow. And I will be I will be there tomorrow around 6 o'clock. Wow. Wow. This, I mean, this happened in a, you know. Yeah. He, he offered to bring the truck to me 24 hours later. <laughs> and I'm Marie like, and I'm like thing, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, let me pay, you know, let me pay you yeah, for the truck. Right. No. Let me pay you for your fuel. No. I said, the least I can do. Is put you up in town, like yeah. you know, you're gonna drive all this way. You're not gonna turn, you know, you're not gonna turn and burn and go back. Yeah, because you know, it was about a four hour drive for him. Yeah, you know, so I get on, you know, my wife gets online, books a hotel room for him, all this other stuff. Right. Well, he shows up the next day exactly when he said he was going to. That's very JW. Very you know, JW luck. JW yeah. is a farmer, so yeah. he's, he he's a different type of person than Shay or I. For oh no, example. like he wakes up whenever. The sun actually comes up. He looks at Eric Jones and goes, lazy fuck sleeping yeah. in. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, like 4 o'clock in the morning. I've already cut 40 acres of hay by now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he, he does. He brings it down, you know, brings it all the way to, you know, to Tennessee. Yeah. And Which for him, that's about a five-and-a-half-hour drive. He says it's about four. Oh, okay, never mind yeah. then. Okay, I know he went through I-75 then. I got you. So, uh, so, you know, I put him up in a hotel room, everything else, and he said, do you think I can – you think I'll be able to get a hold of sketch tomorrow? He said, I'm going to go try to see him. Yeah. So he came up with, he came up with some story why he was tractor story. He was yep. buying or, or sold a tractor. Sold a tractor. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Sold a tractor. So also actually, a very JW thing. Yeah. Totally. Nobody would have ever nope, guessed absolutely. it. Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. Nope. Yeah. So I mean, sealed a baler too. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'd believe it. 
Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. Without so him. he actually got the scene. He got the scene while he was in town. See, oh, I didn't even nice. know that until the tr- until y'all gave him the truck. I did yep. not know that part. So that's yep. cool. So, you know, and it, I had it. You know, I had it at my house about you know about a month and a half before East Tennessee Showdown. Yeah. You know, I done some things to it here and there, and uh, you know, just tried to clean it up a little bit and and get it you know back on the road. Bought some parts, you know, the interior stuff because JW had some stuff in the truck that was sentimental to him yeah 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 you know it was you know well he's a woodworker and he did a wooden dash in it because at the time the dash was just destroyed when he got a hold of it so he kind of put his own personal touches on it and stuff yeah yeah so you know i you know i found a dash for it Mm -hmm. which is you know come to find out that 94s are unicorns Mm -hmm. yeah they are so and they're made of paper the dashes are made of paper mache so you you look at them they crumble right yeah so you know i found that and you know got it in and 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 done some things you were nice enough you were nice enough to bring door panels for it you know we put you know i put a couple little things on the engine and stuff like that that, well i was nice enough to break it because the damn truck ran and drove fine until i started tucking wires it really did you know and it i still think it's that dude that 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 aftermarket that whatever fucking mess of wires underneath the dash i've never seen the beat it had a Head unit or a brain unit from some sort of DVD player. Something. DVD no, player. it was a, no, it was some sort of a remote start thing. I think is what I was told. What? Yeah, it's some kind of. It might be from where it was on that buy here pay here. Well, see, and that's what a. It uh, might have been a kill oh, switch. Oh, you might have been like one of the GPS models. Have you ever right. seen that, Mike? Is that something I know that uh, you can, you can Marty Cruz, usually, Officer Marty Cruz, said that. Usually, but. it they just splice into like one wire. It's not a big bunch of wires. Okay, it's I got just you. Like a one oh, wire this thing has one hundred and twenty-seven wires. On this it. was it was funny as we were in his that driveway. That sounds like a remote start. Yeah, I, I it was, bought one, oh, one yeah. for one, and I was like, I'm not. Oh, I'm dude. not electrical enough. Damn thing had four up. plugs on the top, had three ribbon cables plugged in, and what looked like a USB cable. Wow. And, and we got to, to just try. Did they to, leave the rest of the remote start with it? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, don't know, like. I don't know what the hell I was. I tell you what, though, I was taking the wires and I was just kind of bundling them up to get them. You know, so we can put them under the dash a little bit. Yeah. And I done that and the truck started. Got the key on. That's it. That's got some oh, shit. On. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he so, literally so. hit the dam uh, under the wire, bleh, under the dash, hit it with his knee, and the truck started. We're both like, what the fuck? What, what, the? what just happened? Did you yeah. turn that? How, how no. The? No. And he did it another time, too. It, well, anyway. Did y'all take it out? Well, we did. And, and it was funny how we did it. We literally started... I'd pull one wire at a time, and he'd reach up, start the truck, make sure it's still started. I literally pull one wire at a time, and we'd start it. One wire, start it. One wire, start it. Finally, got rid of it. Still running fine, so no big deal. So then we bundled up all the wire, and uh, and me, and I'll take full credit for this because my guess, and Chris Wilson said this, and it actually makes more sense than the ECM going bad, is that some shitty splice that was done because of that was done so poorly that when I bundled everything up, it's probably grounded it's out. It's pulled out, yeah. Yeah, and then and I asked him about the resetting the battery thing, <clears throat> and he said literally it's clearing the ground for enough time to make it relay once, and then, then yeah. it's going right back to a ground fault. It actually made more yeah, sense than the computer. it does. Uh, because the computer, I've, honestly, as much as you hear about it, I've never personally had an ECM go bad ever, uh, and I've drove a lot of junk. But anyway, so yeah, so bundling up wires in, in, in Eric's driveway uh, at his house, and, and uh, hell, they put in a ton of work in that damn truck, cleaned it up. Eric Eric and, and, and his wife bought new carpet for it, uh, cleaned it up, and, and like I said, I threw in very minimal stuff. You know, it was, that was 100% them. It was it was unreal how much they'd done for it. Hell, I've seen pictures of you welding the roll pan in and stuff. Yeah, we put the, the, the original roll pan was still was in cool. it, was in the back, That's so I put cool. it back on. What was on it when you got it? Had um, JW put a bumper on it? No, or? it had a trailer hitch on it. 
Oh, it had gotcha, a trailer okay. hitch on it. And oh, then, I got you. Yeah, I remember and, the nine-pin connector under there. Yeah, because yeah, the – Which uh, is just wire-tied. I need to take care of that. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks like the roll pan had been drug off at some point. Well, that's remote, exactly it. Remote start. I'll be damned. Look at that. That is literally the same as that. Yeah, kit. that's the exact one. How much is that? Tell me it's just like $19 yeah. or some that, shit. No, I, those things are not cheap. Dude, that was uh, that is the exact same one, but anyway, so Eric then did a just a great amount of work and and uh, to get it to the showgrounds, I run over there trying to help just do the bitch work. Thirty one ninety nine and eleven dollars seventy five oh, cents shipping. Wow, wow, wow! I doubled. How that. old just is that? Not thing? ever put that on. It looked old. I didn't think you'd get it, but you can get it on so, anything. <laughs> do a lot of wire tying. Throw some wires up. Wire tying the gauges up and start to drive it. And I've got a video to prove it. Damn yeah. thing runs wonderful. Uh, there was some little local boy, and it's so funny, when he shifts into second, it kind of kicks sideways and starts pouring out smoke, and the little boy goes, whoa, as he drives by from his bicycle. It's funny as did shit. He, did he yell free bird? He had a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> he had a kid had a mullet. But anyway, uh, the uh, so he makes it to a gas station. I'm like, this is great. I even take a video. I'm like, yeah, sketch. When you see this, you're going to fucking die. You know, I was so excited. <laughs> and then, so as he fills up, blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit. Sure does. Pull out of the gas station, just DOA. So it died before it got to the show? Yeah, absolutely. We didn't make it to the oh, show. Oh, you didn't know I that only, No, I thought it died at the fucking show. No, 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 here's the funny part. I live driving through my neighborhood and getting to the show maybe a mile and a half oh, wow. from the show. Damn, okay. And I didn't make it to the show. <laughs> shit, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that so, sucks. so the funny thing is, so I get it pulled into a parking lot, you know, Perfect spot for it, really, yeah, yeah. for it to happen. Absolutely. Um, my wife was behind us filming it all, of course, and she had the trophies for East Tennessee Showdown. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah, she had them in her car because oh, wow. I you know, I had to rush and make yeah, them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, you say. A whole different story. Yeah. 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 I heard yeah. that story. That's, so that's a good one. She Ooh. had those. She's like, I'm going to go ahead and get these trophies to them for their, you know, before they leave, and I'm going to round up the troops. And I'm like, Okay. So she goes to the show, and then next thing you know, how many people do you think showed up? Fifteen. Fifteen, twelve, yeah, fifteen people. Yeah, absolutely. Show up to the truck that's broke down on the side of the road. There are cruise-ins that would have been happy with the turnout in that parking lot. Absolutely. It, was, it really absolutely. looked awesome. Half of the staff from East Tennessee Showdown uh-huh. showed up uh-huh. to help. One of my proudest moments was that Jeremy Dickerson and I were tag teaming bed bolts at one point. He laid on one side, I laid on the other to yank that bed off. And yeah, that's, why'd you have to yank the bed off? Well, tr- troubleshooting the basic stuff. We I come under the impression that it was a fuel pump. So you, know? you went for the ground wire. And, and uh, well, that aftermarket or it's, it's original fuel pump, but that truck does not ground through the frame. It actually not in the tail light harness. It grounds oh. at the pump itself. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It surprised me too because I back there fucking with that ground for think, an hour. Was it was it made like uh, that? Do what now? Was it was the harness made like that? Yeah, yeah. Someone did. No, no, this is factory. This is on oh. 94. Oh. This is factory. It surprised oh, me too. Right. I'm so used to that in my build in my head fuel pump ground, you know, in the tail light harness, but it didn't affect it at all. I'm back there and full with it, and I got under it and be in the tank stuff, and, and we didn't hear the pump relay, and you know, never did hear it spiking. So finally caught, like I said, you know, got got reinforcement stuff, you know, and, and Jeremy Farmer showed on? up. Yeah, the pump wasn't running anything, at all. Is anything turned on? Yeah, everything else was working. Yeah. So here's very interesting. So RJ comes that? up with the ideal. Well, we changed relays. Oh, and we bought. They bought a new fuel pump. We changed the fuel pump. Yeah, we we pulled the bed on that yeah, truck in yeah. the parking lot. Oh yeah, good pictures to prove it too. And it wouldn't start still. Nope. Nope. So RJ went and just said, like I don't know anything about technology, but you know when the IT guys don't call me back, I just turn shit off and on. So he unplugged the battery <laughs> and plugged it back in. 
And I'll be damned if the damn thing didn't. And then started. But just once and just died. What the hell? And then it never would cycle again. Every time he pulled the battery, wait a few seconds, it would cycle once. And he could get it to fire. And then it was it was dead. And, well, I thought, and I, you know, it's still a possibility, but I thought it was a computer. At that point, we're done. No, the, nothing the, we could do. The computer doesn't control when the fuel pump turns on. Yes, it does. Yes, yes it does. Absolutely. Really? Mm-hmm. Sure does. I mean, the, a Ford, it goes through the relay. What do you think triggers a relay? Power. Mm, like, not but, that simple. When's no. it go, when it goes into the circuit box. It goes through all the main relays, and one of the main relays is, is fuel, an ODB one truck. Is a it is. Is, is a fuel pump. Well, even OBD two Rangers have switch. I know for a and, fact OBD two S tens and Sonomas yeah. ECM triggers a fuel pump. That I'm sure of. Huh. Anyway, regardless. So Still, Brandon Shirley shows up. I call him, and I'm like, "Hey man, how much you love me?" He said, "I'm already hooked up. Where do I need to go?" So they come up with a trailer, and we bobsled it onto the trailer and did you wiggle the wires under the relay yeah we, we there was there was five people under the dash <laughs> yeah. under the hood under the bed oh i got pushed out like, oh, fuck yeah, you, yeah, you already was... broke it lee get the fuck away <laughs> yeah so. luckily you know luckily where we were we were at you know yeah. there's there's two parts stores within probably mile. two minutes oh, I imagine. yeah two I minutes imagine. from us so you know i just sent my wife to get you know i called the called the store said hey i need this this and this she went and picked it up Brought it back to us, hmm. and by the time she got back with that, there was even more people there. So the harness is probably fucked. No, no, I think it's it's the under dash wiring, the the add on shit, and I think there's some ground somewhere. That's Chris Wilson's theory, not mine. And, and, and it, it could be, make, it and it could be for me too, throwing that dash in. No, no, it's I, I guarantee you when I pull that box and try to bundle everything up, could be I've crossed something somewhere. Luckily, it'd be pretty easy to troubleshoot that truck. Where's the computer at on the mistings? I'm not a Chevy person. They're in the under the dash on the passenger side, basically in a kick panel. You've got like three different grounds over there. You've got a harness for the dash. You've got yeah. a harness for the computer. Yep. And then you've got like your fuel injection stuff. So every one of them's got like different grounds. So if you change the whole dash, right. it might have had just a. Well, well, we'll see what happens. But but anyway, long story short. So thanks to everybody. Get it back together. Get it to the showgrounds and cover it up. And. uh Whole time, Eric and I both have been checking a sketch just constantly. You know, absolutely. Just, are, how you feeling today? How you feeling today? You know, blah 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 yeah, blah blah. And yeah. he shows uh, hell morning of. He shows up at the show. We had the truck covered up behind the LCD booth. You know, that's a lot of S tens over there, and and of course Scotty's Mazda. Um, but anyway, we uh, we had it covered up behind the booth, and I'm gonna let Eric tell that part. Because he's obviously a lot more hands-on than me. I just sat back and filmed it. No, I mean, we just got him over there. And, you know, at that point, he didn't know what it was. He had no clue. You know, and, and you know, he like I said, we, he had posted some stuff on, on Facebook. You know, Literally a few days before that. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, somebody's told him. But nobody knew. Yeah. Nobody knew. So he shows up. We decided to just pull the cover back. So we pulled the cover back. And he, he was excited to see yeah. that it was his old truck. Oh, yeah. So he starts telling his son, you know, his, his nine-year-old son's there with him. He's like, this this used to be my old truck, this, that, and the other. And I look at him, I say, this is not your old truck. And he, like, looks at me funny. And he's like, he said, it's not? He's like, it's, <laughs> it's not. I said, no, this is your truck. And, and he, allow and, me to quote, he says, fuck, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And when I tell him that, I hand him the keys. Mm. I hand him the keys 
to I mean, obviously to a non running truck that, you know, ran before, right, yeah, before yeah, Lee touched yeah, it. Yeah, before Lee fucked yeah, it up. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So he had he had no idea. He had no clue that it was that it was even coming. Yeah. And I'd already went and had it tagged and everything was ready for him. So so that's something that you know, once we do get it running and once we get it on the road and everything else, he does not have to worry about. He don't have to worry about any of that. So So needless to say, the greatest part of that was that I don't know that his little boy got out of it for fifteen minutes in a row. Like oh, he was time, in it longer than that. You know, Elijah, every time I looked at him, he was in that truck again. Absolutely. Just, uh, that was the coolest. Absolutely. Like, uh, pictures of him and Sketch in it together, both of them grinning like I idiots. I mean, that's, that's, I, yeah, I got some great shots from there. And and uh, and then, you know, more than anything, the first show Sketch been to in 10 years or so. And so he got to walk around with his son and experience, you know, the kindness involved in that. Yeah. But then, you know, the show itself is stuff too. And, and then he also got to, you know, he got to be there with his son yeah with his truck yeah and stand there and talk to people and and see people that he hadn't seen in years yeah absolutely know, you know. well you know how cool was it that he literally come there that morning thinking he'd take some cool pictures but then all of a sudden he's answering questions about his truck absolutely you know that that's absolutely. a cool that's a cool absolutely. thing so and, and and what i done is once we gave it to him you know I, I you know we gave him the truck he was all emotional and everything hugs and cries and everything else here i just walked away I don't, I don't want his to show at that point. That's, yeah. that's you. That's yours. Yeah. I don't want. I had no choice. We had a booth. There. I know. That's <laughs> that's we, we, were, we were basking in his limelight. Yeah. Totally taking, totally taking a rub off him. Hey, you like this truck? Well, then buy a shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, and it, it would have been, you know, it would have been nice. And, you know, we would originally talked about doing it at, you know, at awards yeah, and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But, you know, I don't, I didn't want it to necessarily be in front of a crowd of people sure and then well, it was two, very early he was there exactly at 8 20 or 8 30 exactly and that's a thing some too. people do that show yeah you know and it's <laughs> <laughs> maybe 8 30 at night you can catch shay there oh jesus Christ. i was i have not been late for a nighttime show fact <laughs> fact when's the last time you went to a nighttime show cerebral palsy show okay hey, here comes mm. <laughs> I, uh, know, I had that one in the chamber see, just in okay. case but the question <laughs> is it's what's the first time this year that you went to a nighttime show Mm-hmm. Cerebral palsy show. Well, so I mean, anyway, like, but he wasn't late for that show. <laughs> I mean, I'm a one. one. I'm one he for one. one. That's Absolutely. a good average. Yeah. It's a good average. Oh, you know, geez. and plus, you know, we didn't know how long he was going to actually be able to be there. Well, that's the other that's thing, true. absolutely, because we had made that's provisions. Um, I don't know who the dude selling the organic vegetables was and stuff beside the booth, but they're fucking rock stars. They made it a point to. I asked him if I could use their plug-in. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a buddy that's that's on a transplant list, and and. Uh, uh, he needs to be able to, you know, stay cool. Can I possibly use your outlet here? Because that, that showground is not like it used to be. There's, like, people living there and stuff now. Yeah, so there's, like, private residences and yeah, stuff in it. Yeah, it's weird. And it gets a little confusing because that's where I got power as a DJ a couple years ago. Well, anyway, uh, but the, when I asked the dude, I said, you know, could you possibly allow me to plug in? I'll give you a few bucks or whatever. He said, dude, absolutely. And, you know, of course, whatever you need. Well, hell, I got there the next morning. This guy, this farmer guy, had a fucking 100-foot cord out already and an industrial fan. He's like, use use my stuff. I'm like, Jesus, th- you know, thank you. So I literally had a, a fan in the booth that, that whole day, which helped a lot, I think. Um, and Are they selling vegetables? Like, 
Dude, yeah, plant, I, went o- I went over and, and I said, you know, here, let me give you a couple dollars. And, no, no, no. I said, well, here, let me buy the best tomato you got. Well, then the dude brought me over a bag with a bag full of little yellow tomatoes and two big red garden tomatoes and, like, some squash and stuff. Probably three bags of fucking vegetables. I, I gave him, like, ten bucks, you know. And <laughs> and uh, so I, I, you don't know this, but I gave him a shirt. I ran one of the shirts. But oh, but it was a Chris I, Wilson I, shirt. I, I'm, I'm so used, it was a Chris Wilson shirt. I'm used to being in the hole at this point. I'm just, I'm in it for the but fun times. we're doing time. okay this I'm year. Doing, I'm doing it for the fun times. We're doing, doing it for the fun times. We've paid for our shows. You know, most of them, and uh, uh, we're, we're having fun with it. So. I mean, that's true. Well, I feel guilty for taking money out, so I don't. But, you know, I did take some gas money out. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't So, care. yay. I don't care. But anyway, and that's all we ever want to do is, you know, pay, yeah, for, pay, pay for, for the shows show. and have fun. Have, yeah, we want to have fun, and, and we want to make it free, which right. is making it better. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, so no, then later on that day, uh, and Shay actually was here for this part, but I don't think you walked over and watched it, um, you and Justin had arranged doing an auction. Uh, that, that wasn't me. I didn't have anything. Oh, was that just that. Justin? That was them. That was okay, the show okay, guys. Okay, okay, okay. That was the show well, guys. Fair enough. That was the yep. show guys there. Uh, the staff of Easton Sea Showdown actually arranged a charity auction um, to benefit Sketch. Yes. And, and That's they were, really fucking they cool. Were, they were dumb enough to let me have the microphone. Um, they're which, dumb enough every year. Which is, I know. I don't know why they do that because they know exactly what they're going to fucking get from me. Did you cuss? But, uh, did you cuss? I, I cuss a lot. Of course. There was a lot. There fun- was a lot. That's good. I That's liked good. it. The funniest thing was when uh, the the two guys that were DJing there, they had no idea how to take my personality when I got on the microphone. They just totally, <laughs> we were very different. Let's put it that way. Watching their look when I started my BS, yo, that was really funny. Um but uh, but anyway, uh, while we were killing a little time, ju- uh, uh, Justin was saying, you know, you know, tell a story, Lee, tell a story, buy some time. Like, well, give me a year, damn it. So they would holler out a year, and I would come up with a story. Then holler out a year, and I come up with a story. Well, the cool thing is, is one of the years just happened to be a year that I'd done something with Sketch, which allowed me because Sketch didn't know the auction was going on at this point, which allowed me to transition to a Sketch story, uh, the Triple Penetration Sausage Slammer story. I've tell you that another one time. But anyway, triple penetration, triple penetration, impressive. sausage slammer, very from, impressive from Denny's in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Man, I'm, we'll explain later. That's uh, hardcore. But then I realized as I was telling the story, it was not PG, so I had to back off and tell a sub story that happened that weekend. Uh, it was about a waitress taking my phone, which again is another story. So anyway, true story, just kind of a weird. Was one. that the, was that the one where your dad said something? No, to her? this was just sketching. I no, uh, that was in Greenville. <laughs> that was gold. no, that was in Tunica, Mississippi. That was fucking gold. That, that, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that was that was good times too. That was good times. Too. <laughs> the the graduation present. Yeah, that was good times. So anyway, so I transitioned into a story about sketch. And, I, and then I was able to introduce the fact that this whole auction was benefiting Sketch and his family. And uh, I assume that Sketch had no idea for that either. No, he did actually. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, Justin. Uh, I, actually, did. Justin didn't. I uh, it was yeah. um, Chris Clark and RJ and Jason McCracken. Gotcha. Gotcha. Actually, gotcha. told him after he, he got to stay his around. Truck. I see. Okay, I didn't realize yeah. that part. My bad. Well, anyway, regardless, I still was able to introduce it in such a way that if he didn't know, it would have went really, it, it, really cool. So natural. thanks yeah, for taking natural. my thunder away. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot, guys. But anyway, uh, long story short, they were able to raise $6,000. And and people were really opening man, their, their man, pocketbooks. Man, many truckers got was, money now. It's wild as fuck. It, it is. strange. It's fucking crazy. God, I can remember counting pennies to fucking buy a cheeseburger. Yes, and those are some of my favorite stories. Yeah. But it's definitely a different world with a lot of them now, and it was it was awesome to see. You know, my and, first mini truck show I ever went to, I had 10 bucks. Was it the H word? It was. Nice. I had $10. Wendy's. 
dollar chicken sandwiches. Just like. <laughs> um, not my not my episode, but we'll we'll talk about that another day. Uh, we're trying to wrap this one up pretty quick because of you know storm apocalypse outside and his nine hour drive home. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, able to raise six thousand dollars for for Sketch and his family, and and it was super cool. And, and at one point, the funniest thing I love this. Um, I don't remember what your daughter wanted. It was a skate deck. Yeah, so he, he topped out at a hundred bucks, and whoever was bidding against him, I don't. Was it Randy? No, it was Randy. Was it, Randy? it was Randy. Okay. The guy with the backpack was pissing me off, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know what he was doing it for. But I was getting mad. Well, the uh, I, I threw in an extra twenty bucks. Uh, I'm like, well, look, you're gonna take take that skateboard from that baby over here. You know, you know, I'm not gonna let you do that. I'm gonna throw in twenty. He's like one thirty. Like. Dude, and then Burton spoke up. It's like, well, if Lee's doing 20, then I'm going to go ahead and throw in 22. And then it gave me a chance to kind of introduce your show and stuff like that, which was a nice transition. So then we were up to like, you know, whatever, 140, 150. Everybody and he went started up again. doing it. Everybody was like, the I'll DJ, add 20, I'll add the, the real DJ behind me said, hey, hey, I'm going to put in 22. We got up to like 200. <laughs> and then like everybody was like booing at the guy and like talking shit because he just kept going. <laughs> oh, shit. Did he end up giving it to her? Yeah, he ended up giving it to her. Okay, all yeah. right. That was, well, yeah, that, that kind of makes me feel awful. Well, 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 here's I was the, mad. I'm well, I didn't the, shoot him. It was bad. Yeah, here's the funny. <laughs> leave it to Burton to fucking threaten to shoot somebody. Uh, I love it. I love it. Oh it was God. like a biker gang looking people behind me. I, I would have blamed on one of them. Like, uh, God, no, where'd they come from? I'll tell you what, that, that show draws some interesting people. And that was a great experience, that part. But of course, the, hell, you know, the show itself was awesome. Uh, this was your first I year. Loved it. First one. And really, is other than, you know, my show, this was your second you know the mini nats and then this was kind of your second ever mini truck show so so what's your take on it you were you know east tennessee showdown virgin there well like uh it's like every show i've been to so far this year uh almost got divorced uh the wife left me that day uh <laughs> what i had to hitchhike yeah, he, did. he did huh yeah, yeah. It, uh, that was a thing there was uh if you notice i like abruptly left your auction in part it wasn't that you was not doing good auction it was great i loved it but i'm just uh, a smart ass on the phone the wife texts me and is like so. i've left you and i was like i didn't even know she was gone. And uh, can I keep this? Yeah, then, uh, all of a sudden, I get back and like my car's gone and, oh. and everything. And oh shit! Okay. She's like, uh, we've got Girl Scout stuff going on. I'm heading home. She's like, one of your buddies can bring you. And I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. But that's why a whole other story. Then. Why don't you tell me? Fuck, you could roll with me. I was I by myself. I already ride too. And unlike this fucker, we actually went out and ate with everybody. That's it true. was awesome. Farb oh, and I, I went out and ate with uh, with Glenn Brown and everybody and, and did the whole, you know, hanging out with a bunch of the camera guys and the RA guys and, and shut down Drake's. It was fun. Oh, yeah. I yeah. pay all the bills at the house. She had to come back and get me. She, that's just the easiest way to put it. Like, yeah. So she come back after I started walking to the road, and I was like, I really was going to hitchhike. I he really was. I was like, I was like, Bird, you can ride with me. I'm going back right yeah. by your house. But so, now, it was amazing. Like, I loved every bit of it. Like, it there was there was places to park everybody could everybody could park good uh the trailers oh I god mean, they got the best trailer park yeah they i mean you had awesome everywhere. Trailer park. and i would walk to one part of a field and there was like this one group of people and i mean people didn't care to let you like check out their cars i mean it yeah. was just it still just blows my mind how nice people are and yeah many trailers. Uh, Austin, bunch of the guys from every show we go yeah, to is always yeah. at him. Right. Uh, he had his whole little group over there. We they put some out. miles on. Yeah. 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 We, uh, we checked it all. He is. Uh, Our stereo uh, buddy from home. Stereo I buddy missed was him. there. Yeah, TJ. I was, I was like, it was amazing. I was sitting there. I was like, damn, somebody's got a nice sounding system. So I'm sitting there, like, trying to track it down. 
and there he is with like a little car cover thing over his thing. I thought I'd seen a, his oh, car, cover, good. car cover. And then uh, I seen Marty and them there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah They was yeah. there. Uh, did you see the all wooden look? Peterbilt wood I truck never, thing. Did you see it? I didn't. I never got there. What? Was a, a literally an all wood tractor trailer. Uh, as soon as you come in the gate, it would have been to the far right corner, all the way at the tree line. Yeah, I yeah. missed that uh, one. Yeah, I didn't I, see it. Either. I never. I've seen it once, and I never got to go look at it because that's yeah. one thing I never really got a. We walked kind of. I walked to Malloy's and got a food and back, and that was Malloy's pretty much so it. Oh, no, I, I went everywhere. Like I said, because uh, I'm new to it all, so like yeah. every vehicle was amazing looking to me. So like yeah. I would stop and look at one. So that one got me. Uh, then Robbie's, all of Robbie's games. All Robbie's there. debut was I mean, awesome uh, too. Yeah. Man, that it was amazing. That yeah. fucking sparkle. Um, hey, my boy, the best part was my boy was walking by, it and like, like he likes stuff, but yeah. the problem with him, he's three, so he wants to touch and grab and get in stuff. So I right. have to like hold him because right, like, right, 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 hey, right. you, you, you <laughs> lean against this truck and scratch it. How old like, Harper? She's five. Okay. Like. All of Daddy's money that goes to buy new toys is now going to go to paint jobs. So like, <laughs> you can't be into stuff. So I got to keep an eye on him, and we're going by Robbie's truck. And he's like, Daddy, Daddy, and I was like, What is it? And he's like, That truck's melting. And so I I'm thinking like it. something bad. I'm like, right, It's on yeah. fire or something. So I turn around. I was like, What? And he's like, That truck's melting. Look at the paint. It's ooing down. And I was like, It's ooing oh. down. <laughs> and it was because it was like we're drip funny yeah, looking drip yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I want a picture with it, Daddy. And I was like. That's pretty badass. That and is cool. Did you know it was Robbie's? Oh, did, yeah. Did, okay, did okay. I know it's Robbie's. The well, trash bag truck. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I forget you're connected I, now, True. I, I, yeah. I seen that. And I was like, man, that's fucking bass boat metallic. It was Fuck awesome. Yeah. Oh, it, it, was it was awesome. amazing. Like Love I said, it. my little boy loved it. So I got a picture with it. Uh, I I really did like it. And then. Uh, did you get to see Courtney's old truck? Uh, John Yoakum had the. Uh, oh, uh, man. The fucking interior in that thing. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Interior is amazing. Oh, I don't know names. Gorgeous. I, I, it I'm is still not good with all the names of people. Uh, cream and kind of a green two tone. It was in the Field of Dreams, right beside the gate. Yeah, when it came in the Field of Dreams, I looked at all of them. Uh, it was. Uh, I'll show oh, you some pictures. In oh a my second. god, that it fucking was, interior! I just—it's so gorgeous. Oh my god, I, that I, was, I've never been big on ramp dashes. That is oh the no, most tasteful ramp dash I've ever seen in my life. Yep, yep I like yep, the yep, ramp, yep. the right-hand drive car that was over or the truck. I can't think of whose that was. It's just wild because I'm not used to stuff like that. So I've always wondered what be oh, like. Yeah, drive. yeah. I, I always wonder what be like drive a right-hand drive. I mean, it would just be it so sucks. Like I would end up breaking because I would drive toward the middle of the road because. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I need to be close yes. to the yellow line. Well, it's weird changing gears. Yeah. That, that is such a weird, weird thing to well, do. Well, left-handed I'm, just I'm a drove. stranger anyhow. So, I mean, that would be weird <laughs> holding a stick shift driving that. I mean, I'm not Accuracy, saying. I would imagine, was so hot. In the East day. Tennessee Showdown was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was a little down, I think. Uh, of course, gas prices is five dollars a gallon. Fuck yeah, like it's that. expensive. I mean, that um, weekend it was four. But the quality is just stupid. I mean, the quality is just stupid. It, oh, it was a. I love Justin the always brings in Justin, great ass Justin, and, and everybody involved. But Justin yeah, does a great job promoting it. He, he does is such a good promoter, and, and, and I don't, I could imagine. And his crew run him a, not being run a, that, you run know. a smooth show. Justin, they, they but Justin probably didn't get to enjoy it. Every time I, I no. seen him, no, no he never. They, he no, was, they don't. Yeah, he, just, he was hauling garbage out. He was cleaning stuff, yeah, helping yeah, with stuff absolutely. on the four wheeler. Like I talked he looked to him for all exhausted. thirty seconds, and he was like, "I'm glad you made it." And then he was like, "Boom, gone." Yep, he was. He was killed. I seen him for probably fifteen seconds, and it was at the end of the show, and I was like, "Yeah, you look like you're about to die." The longest I got to see him is when Glenn and them was. Talking to him for their podcast. See, you know, and, and, and Dizzy thinks I totally bailed on him. You know, I'm, I'm straight edge. I, I don't make – everybody knows that at this point if they've ever listened. Um, I didn't realize we were all walking into a bar. Was I with you when that happened? You walked into you a bar? With, well, no, it was, was me, you. was me, okay. Jeremy. Well, see, it was a couple Jay. of us walking, 
And I was just kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm with the crowd. Look at me. And I was just following everybody because I needed a break from no, the booth anyway. You was talking to some dude. Well, no, see, I walked in, and the then Dan, I realized. You started talking to Dan. Who the fuck is Dan? The, Harvey? Harv? Yeah. Harv? Oh, Harv. fuck. Sorry, 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 Harv. Who is Dan? Um, I'm not, I'm new to this, and I remember his name. Come he he, he answers to Harvey or Harv or uh, One Sleeve Steve, even though he's technically not One Sleeve yeah. anymore, but I refuse to ever let him lose that name. Yeah, you start talking um, to him, and then, like, Jeremy and him was like. Well, no, see, no, I walked in with you guys. Oh, you were already sitting when I did that. I walked yeah. in, and then I realized, oh, shit, you know, this looks like a bar in Maggie Valley. I'm, I'm out. And then I backed out the door. Cause it didn't There's a bar in Maggie Valley? There's a bunch of shitty bars in Maggie Valley. Really? And uh, so then Dizzy's like, what the fuck, man? You seen me. And then like you just turn around and left, you know, asshole. I'm like, no, dude, that's not that's not it at all. I promise. I just not my scene. I'm not, I don't like being in there. And, and so I wasn't being a dick. I would have totally come and crashed y'all's party, you know. But it was weird hearing you on another podcast. It was like. It was weird it was like, hearing me only. It, I mean, it it's, was. It's not and, and, I mean, it's just not. And to hear you say the phrase "hood rat shit" on there, that was something. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was definitely. I was worried that they wouldn't know it. I mean, I was like, do Florida people know what? I mean, it might be different. Well, Glenn's from South Carolina, so and Dizzy's from Knoxville. Yeah, they know what hood rat shit yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What kind of hood rat shit was so. you doing? <laughs> I can't tell you about this hood rat shit. That's the whole part of hood rat. Did shit, you tell you them know? about your filing system? Burden will get his episode after well, let's up. Let's we're going to get to it. <laughs> so anyway, Glenn's coming up to do hood rat shit. So he's coming up Friday night. Oh my god, it's so funny. Shit. So anyway. We have again. We've managed to talk for two hours. Have and we? We have. We're this actually. Long? We're actually. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell, yeah. Man. Yeah. You know. You know. The two hours early. He took off work, and the two hour drive. Well, I was letting you off. Shay's been here two hours. I've been here two hours. We have been here four hours. Yeah. Well, I was letting you off. Eric's been involved for six hours. So, well, yeah. I mean, like, you, I was letting you off some quality bonding time. You're very welcome. <laughs> we did get to watch an old Greenville video, so that was kind of neat. And there was a lot of Rangers in it. There was a lot of Rangers. It made me a little. Feel very strange. Um, you know, it must have been cooler back in the day because they had Rangers. <laughs> you got, you got. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> He's got you. We got five more minutes. That's five, it. Five more We're minutes. Wrapping up in five, five more it. minutes. Why we episode. got five more minutes for? Oh, you got to leave. And the world's burning down. Yeah. Well, so, no, we got it's, five. It's, it's flooding. That being said, um, you forgot to ask him the fucking question. Oh fuck! Now let's get down to brass tacks. Okay. <clears throat> Important shit now. Now this is this is why we are good. We're professionals. Yeah. yeah the people Is like, that a running joke that I'm not privy to? What? With Glenn and Dizzy, the professionals thing? I don't know. What about professionals? Never mind. Anyway. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, we'll get down to things that are really important here. Okay. How many fourth graders do you think you can take? In a fight, not just in a while. Okay. No, no, no. The rules yeah. are, rules are, there are you, rules. you can use anything in the school. Was <laughs> anything in the school? The, yeah, I, I won't, I'm, in the, I'm in a bathroom stall. Like the All old right. school chalkboard? They, no, those, they don't have those anymore. Well, whiteboard is in the same effect. It's not as heavy. <laughs> okay. They still, they still have them big rolling TVs. They don't have those anymore either, guys. They don't, they don't have projectors Ooh, either. Fourth graders. So that would be, what, nine? Yeah, hold on. Luke, nine six, to eight, 12. Yeah, yeah, nine to ten. Ooh. Right. I don't know, man. They get a hold of you in the gang. You probably... The trick is you need to put yourself in a corner to where they can't get behind you. Yeah. Don't tell him how to do it. He's got his own theories. You would on probably. To... You could probably get at least half a dozen before they <laughs> before they really get a hold of you. I think 
if they come in and you've got a few piled up, they're gonna like be like, oh shit, I don't want to. I know, I know, but you, you kind of no, you got to take that out of the fa- out fearless of the, in that. In yeah, that these are just rabid ass, you know, like the Leslie County fourth graders, like yeah. we were talking. I mean, because you can probably break their, you know, their femurs pretty easily, <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably gonna be like so, it's gonna scare a couple of them off. But I don't know. So are you gonna use the femurs as weapons? No, probably because you just give me, you know. Kick them. <laughs> did, well, did, did you up? say they had the TV or not? Because if they had the TV, the get them watching that. that TV's that. epic. And then while they're I never thought about from that. the TV watching it, yeah. you take one off at a time. Pick fuck them that. Off. That big ass heavy CRT TV just push that whole damn car. Those were top heavy as fuck anyway. Those were yeah. kid decapitators. Just yeah. touch that motherfucker. I mean, you could turn over. an iPad on and it, none of them would pay all, attention all to it. All of them get zoned in on that. Turn it on, throw it in the Picking them off one at a time. Oh my God. I mean, if, you're, if, it's just, if it's just like one-on-one, you might have a little bit better chance. Well, but, but if it's a gang situation, so man, they're going to get a hold of you. So you you seen Step Brothers? Yes. Okay, so what if I stuck you in the playground? You, how many do you think you could take? Hmm, I don't know. I think I'm still going to stick with six. Swing, six. Swings, chains. Swing, chains. I mean, you've got the merry-go-round. Of course, any sure, school I've ever been to, those chains are rusted so much you can't get the chains off. So you're just gonna have to sit there and just swing it at them. Well, you could still strangle one at a time with. Well, them. I guess you could. You stand on it. They're probably, all, it, stand they're probably on. all safety chains now. You can't do anything. <laughs> with <it. laughs> That's true. Weak ass generation. Best show you ever been to? Best show I've ever been to. Yep. Show wise, your your definition of best show don't matter what it is. Uh, Let's take the, we, okay. Did you swim in the water with Justin? That's what that's why I really want. No, I didn't. I okay, didn't. Okay. I didn't go to that. Okay. Best sure. show just for culture shock, and and just all of that included. Probably, two or o three show fest. Mm. Mm. The mm. first time to really, you know, yes. for me to really yeah. step outside of the general area. Sure. Yeah. You know. And, and that was the first time I'd ever seen Cali trucks coming in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and stuff from, you know, from Texas. I'm trying to think. I think that first year is when IF Customs did that huge cruise. Yes. At least for me, it's 03. Yes. That huge yep. cruise from California. Um, and seeing that stuff come in. Seeing that. Seeing uh, um, seeing Bill Carlton yeah. dragging the dually with yes. the 50-foot wow. fifth wheel behind it. I forgot that. It's stuff you'd never seen before. You know, DJ Mays makes fun of me all the time, jerk. Uh, for being just a three, four-hour guy. But, yeah. you know, that was a 14-and-a-half-hour drive, and we went religiously. And, and that was the first show that I ever went to out of the same – kind of like what you're saying, out of the yeah, region. absolutely. You know, you, you'd you put in a lot more miles than me because you went to Booger Bash and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. See, I never got to go to that one. But for me, it was pretty much mini Nats or bust, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that was the first one. And his dad, he's like, you know, hey, let's go, let's go take in a big show. Because at the time, it was between Show Fest and Texas Heat Wave because Heat Wave was still, absolutely. you know, top tier yeah. then. And we decided to go to Greenville. And it was a damn good decision because hey, not only still goes on, right? Do it now? Doesn't he wave still go on? I think it does. Yeah, actually. it does. I yeah, yeah, I always forget that. We done the artwork for him last year. I, uh, I guess it's probably more lifted trucks now because that's the larger scene out that way. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really know. You don't see much slabs. Possible. Now you want to talk about you know you want to talk about modern shows. Really? I mean, there's no, there's really no question if you you talk about quality and. You know, as far the, as show fest, as or? far as no, I'm just talking about modern shows. Mm-hmm. What's the best recent ones you don't know? Mm-hmm. Recent ones that yeah. it's LST. See, I've never been. There's no question. Yeah. There's no question. It, it's it's different. Okay, it's, it's high, different. High dollar rides. It is. It's different. It's huge. It's massive. It is really, really well put on. 
Huh. And you see stuff that you never see. Yeah. And, you know, it's also, it's taxes. So. Everything's is, big. Everything is yeah. $200,000. Yeah, yeah. Texas is awesome. Yeah. So. Once again, I've never been. Except for to buy a house from because it has the highest <laughs> property taxes in the entire nation. Yeah, but I, I mean, but the vehicle. How many far, years you go to LST? Have you been a few now? Or we've just... went. We went the first year because we done the LST cruise from this Shit. area. Okay, so that's a thing. Wow, They're it was. We done it one time. Oh, okay. we done it one time, and it took us like four hours longer than it should have. To drive kind of like our drive to, to yeah yeah kinda, i, I kinda knew like, that was gonna come kind of like yeah. the the, the yeah. show fest year that we went with lee and, and his dad <laughs> <laughs> studies maps yeah we go yeah. four yeah. hours out of the way see that's not how i remember it i remember that we went on ahead and looked for a better route but whatever yeah. whatever yeah i'm sure that's why I the, no I, I think we've went there was a tractor trailer tire that exploded in front of us and, and pieces yeah. of it ended up in the bed of my silverado that was pretty wild so nice yeah, yeah pulling like a two-lane wide fucking boat it was between uh, nashville and bramble that was that was nice. an experience too um what's a show that you never got to hit that you always wanted to oh show that i never got to go to i don't know i've been pretty fortunate to go to a lot of them um maybe some of the west coast stuff sure um resolutions yeah yeah a uh, show going on that you know a current one that i've never got to go to maybe forbidden fantasy Ooh, because the location good looks good yeah yeah good choice you know but that's just going from the you know the seeing them in the magazines sure and in you know, the glory days of of those um which we know how that is too. They yeah. may not have been. Yeah. Well, there's what barely they, there's barely a West Coast scene anymore, anyways. Yeah. As far as like shows go, yeah. there's not that many out there. There's a lot of missing now. You know, yeah. you had all the the Lake La Paz stuff and and Lake Havasu stuff and everything that's gone. Well, now. Yeah. I mean, like look look at uh, Ron Perkins when he was telling us that the show scene out there was so small that he traveled to the East Coast. Absolutely. To shirts. Absolutely. Wow. Is, it is because <clears throat> it's where that came from. Was that okay? I, okay. Here's an, here's a good question for you. For both of you. Okay. What is a show, and I know this is probably going to ruffle some feathers, but. Mm. We're kind of known yeah, for okay. that. Yeah, it's okay. I'm... It's a safe space. What is what is a show that you think was overhyped? Noby. All right, pop brakes on that what's, shit. What's, yeah. Fucking what's, a show, what's a show that you were told you needed to go to, and then when you got there, you're like, meh. Noby. That's 100% for me. I, 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 everybody talked about how great it was, and I went, this like, this is fucking terrible. It was. I don't know right off the top of my head, and it's not not trying to avoid that question. I'm not. I make it a point, even if the show sucks, to go out and have fun doing something. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, I'll say the most overhyped one I ever went to was Carlisle. Okay, I can see that. See DJ Mays. I go to other shows too that aren't three hours away. Bored out of my fucking mind when I we left the showgrounds. There was nothing. I don't understand how a show well, with fifteen hundred trucks can have zero night scene. And the town that was closest to it, they had big signs up in the strip said no cruising, absolutely no cruising. And I remember, I'll tell you what, the year Dad and I went, and it was 2006, maybe, 2005. 2005 is when we went. So it may be amazing now, but I thought that was kind of the glory days of it. In 2005 we went, and uh, we left the show. We got so fucking bored, we went out and ate dinner, and we went and watched a movie. We went and watched the movie Stealth in the movie theater in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Yeah, because there was movie. nothing. Yeah. We couldn't find anybody. Well, Nobody out at the hotels. No crew scene. And that's, you know, back when we were, you know, traveling a lot, that was more fun than oh, yeah. the, the nightlife and doing things. Yeah. And even the trip there. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. The travel is fun, actually. The trip is a destination for me. Absolutely. I've started a thing here this year, and it's something I just kind of hit on me. I wanted to, by the time I'm I'm 41 years old, by the time I'm 50, I want to have hit a car show or a cruise in every county in Kentucky. Because I started that up, and and there's 120 counties in Kentucky, and I'd hit a pretty darn good amount of them. Well, I started doing some math, and if I average like six or seven a year, the counties I've never been to, I can do it by the time I'm, I'm 50. So this year earlier, I went out to Western Kentucky and just took in a couple of random shows, just places I've never been, yeah. and spent a night walking the the town, uh, eating the local restaurants, talking to people, meeting, and just meet, meeting the skitter jiggies, meeting a few skitter jiggies, yeah. um, can't forget those. Meeting now. a guy that those asked me for yard sale change in the car wash at three o'clock in the morning. I thought of another boring um, show. Did you ever go to the last year? Well, the last year Midwest Mayhem. Yeah, no. It was um, it was in the baseball park. In, yeah, I heard uh, not so great things. Fucking about that terrible. One. Okay, it was absolute trash. You, you said ballpark, and I'll, I'll circle back to the show that I wish I probably sh- should have went to, but I never got the chance to. Mm-hmm. Was relaxed all star event. Mm-hmm. 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 I never I, yeah. something. It was always there was always something going on that weekend yeah. or going the next weekend because I think it fell. It, it was, fa- a, it it was shades. Uh, shades would have been the same weekend. Shades yes. passed. Yeah. Because uh, for RA, because then your mind was the following weekend, which is in the middle yep. of the, the other rod run. Um, changing gear just for a second. I'm really trying to wrap you up here. Um, what do you think about shades being done? What? The when? shades of the past rod run, and that is the older car one. Yeah, I know. One yeah. yeah it, it's got. This it, is the. It's, it's a big show. It is a big show. Why? Why is it over with? Um, Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge. Dollywood's, uh, Dollywood's pulled the here. they pulled the contract to do it at you know Splash more, Country. And, and you I know bet, more than I do. I um, didn't realize that. Yeah, shit. that's what happened. They couldn't renew it. And they said oh, there's nowhere they're big enough to... Yeah, to, exactly. And I, and I, I bet, have a hard time with that one. I do too. But there's so much politics. They don't yeah. want the shows there yeah, anymore. They, they don't care. They, they don't care. 25 years ago, that helped. Yeah. Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, it, Smoky Mountains is literally the most visited national park in the nation. Yeah. And it's like one of the top tourist destinations. Absolutely. You go down yeah. there. He'll, you can go down there this weekend. There's nothing going on that I know of. And that, it'll be bumper to bumper. And it'll be bumper to bumper. Absolutely. It'll look like rod runs. Fuck yeah. yeah. They You're do right. not care. Absolutely. They do not care. I left. I, I, I spent 4th of July down there. Yeah. And I come back Tuesday. Tuesday was bumper to bumper. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. July, whatever. You yeah. know, 6th or 5th. Yeah. And, and I, I bet when, you, when it comes down to it and all the dust settles from this, yeah. next year, uh, Dollywood Splash Country will be open that weekend and they'll they'll extend the season mm. and that's why they've done it i see makes I sense. that makes sense that would make sense i wonder if shades though will move to a smaller town i don't know because i, I seen a statement that they made that was the people that put it on were mm. getting older yeah and they were they really don't want to start over i understand that. i understand that i, understand that I know but i mean that's one of those shows you go to and the 50 50 drawing is seventy five thousand dollars Good God! God, really? Yeah. Damn. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I didn't so even know that. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's funny. I thought it was the Lacan Center, so it's not. That's it's the not. One. It's a, it the was Lacan a one country. is the next weekend over. Yeah, that's for rod but, runs. Yeah, I got you. And it, there's really not enough room there. Yeah, to yeah I was going to say that's that's a, for a big show with a lot of vendors. I'd say that's hard too. The vendors so. and, of course, and the parking. The island now takes all that parking during the day I know, anyway, and I it's know. just and it, it's just like it, it's like Pigeon shades Forge strangles itself out for yeah. anything like that. It's like shades. It was it was one of those things that yeah, there might be three thousand cars there. Yeah, but we've always told people pay your admission, mm-hmm. walk straight to the top twenty five, mm-hmm. 
you know, there's always going to be high-end cars, high-end builds. Yeah. Some really nice stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon for, you know, grade eight and Riddler cars to show up. Yeah. And then you see them, you see that top 25, you get you a corn dog, and you go through the the swap meet, yeah. and you go home. The swap meet was the, the reason yeah. I ever went, so yeah. it always had some yeah. pretty cool things. Uh, you all ever go to Carl Casper when it was when it was? Happening? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boring. Yeah, I was in the pits. Car- no. Boring. Now, the show, yes. Yeah, the show was The hop was the, fucking rad. Yeah, but I don't care. I couldn't give two shits about the show, because yeah, I'll walk through the show, and I'll see a almost SEMA car. And then a wrestler that's been retired for 20 years signing autographs. I'm like, what? Yes. What the fuck's yeah, going on I here? I don't know. But the hop. I never understood that. Old, I like the pinstriper panel arts they had there. They had that the, was pin, the panel competition yeah. and stuff. That was really cool. And the hop itself, because, you know, Clint Perkins used to get me VIP bands to get into the pits. And so uh, I it was rad. They had a stereo competition there under Mecca for years, and I competed in it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But no, no, going back to the the the, 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 Carl, or the overrated, Carlisle would definitely be my pick just because. And it's funny, in 2005 when I went to Carlisle, the other thing that kind of puzzled me about that is that it seemed to be a show from 1996. And nothing wrong with that, but it was just 10 years behind what was the trend. It yeah. was just like people, I don't know, it was it was, it was was strange. But anyway, we've kept him long enough, Shay. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, fine. So any final questions for Eric? Because uh, we no, really ain't goes, really. If I ask another question, it's going to be, yeah, I mean, like, how bad do you need to get home? <laughs> okay. All right. So, what was the shittiest hotel you ever stayed in? Shittiest Ooh, hotel. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's a very important. The question. Shittiest hotel. I know it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you stay super A, right? No, I never stayed here. Oh, I never stayed here. We okay. always went back. Gotcha. Uh, I never realized that. Man. Shittiest hotel we ever stayed in. Um, we were coming back from LST. Oh. The first year. Okay. So we had a ton of people. Yeah. And we had drove and drove and drove and drove. We got to like middle Tennessee somewhere. And it we were just beat. Yeah. And we pulled over at like ten, eleven o'clock at night Uh-oh. after mm-hmm. driving fourteen hours. Oh shit. It's gonna be bad. Nobody everybody slept with their clothes on mm. and nobody <laughs> took a shower the next day. Oh wow, that's Holy rough. Shit, that's fucking like, bad. Like it, it was bad. It was bad. It was the <laughs> it was the dirtiest grossest hotel I've ever stayed in in my life. I hope the price matched the gross. I don't remember. I think at that point. Do you remember the name? It it was like a, it was like a quality or a a sleep Uh, in or something. It it was literally one of those things that's like, we need to find a place to stay. We're all beat. The next hotel you see, pull in. Oh God, that's always a bad mistake. (laughs) It was. And then we go, like we get up the next morning and drive the next exit and there's like, Holiday and Express. And oh, that sucks. Like, that sucks. Yeah, there's so like fun. nice stuff next to a nice mall and everything. We're like, okay. Oh, oh that sucks. I like the, I like that's the, the shittiest hotel. The, the, the shittiest hotel is always good. Yeah, Man, that's pretty bad. People yeah. sleep with fucking that, clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fucking nasty. That or the Airbnb I got on Power Tour. Oh, God. Yeah. We went to the house and it's like the Rapey. person The person had, had said, oh, shit, I've got people coming to stay in my house in 20 minutes. Ooh. There was Ooh. cups on, you know, coffee tables. <laughs> there was oh dirty God. dishes, dirty dishes in the sink. Oh, my God. And there was cameras everywhere. So. That's inside cool. the house? Inside the house. That, that's, that's, that's. I wouldn't. I yeah, wouldn't. That's, that's nope. pretty rough. Nope. That's, that's, Couldn't do it. Nope. Did you, did you nope and ask your money back? or did you Oh, spend? yeah. Yeah, it took weeks, but I got it, yeah. Really? Did they yeah, it was on, with the auditor? Uh, No. 
We had a gangbang film the week before we got our our Airbnb at East Tennessee Showdown. Nice. Yeah, yeah, the host told us that. Nice. Yeah, was a she, she didn't. She didn't deny it. She come over and, and and hung out with us and talked to us a little bit and stuff. And and uh, um, she's like, you know, yeah, let, you know, I don't like doing the Airbnb thing anymore. I'm getting ready to stop doing it because we don't have any control over who stays here, which sucks. I thought that you could like, you know, pretty much if this person has a low rating, they don't, they're not allowed to stay at your property because that mm-hmm. just makes sense to me. But yeah. you, you have, you cannot refuse anybody. Oh really? You have to let, yeah, you have to let anybody in. So. So we we've uh, we were talking a little bit about that business side of it. And she's like, I hate that. We got somebody with a one star rating come in, and we can't tell them no. Well, anyway, this uh, person rented for two people, and then she got home and seen there were seven cars over there. And uh, she says, so I walked up to the porch and knocked on the door. It's like, well, how many people are staying over here? She's like, oh, well, there's just two of us in here. She's like, well, there's seven cars, so we're gonna have to get all these cars towed. Obviously, somebody else has done it. He's like, well, hold on, hold on. There may be more people in here. And she like yelled, and like five dudes walked out of one bedroom and went and moved their car. So Farva's like, great. So what you're saying is, this is a gangbang room, right? I'm like, which one was that? And she's like, what's this? The back bedroom? I'm like, guess what, Farva? You're staying in the gangbang room. That's your, <laughs> That's your fucking bed, buddy. So. You asked the fucking question. It's your fault. <laughs> it's some, yeah. Sometimes it's best not to know what was filmed on the yeah. plastic sheets the week before you got there. Don't you know, stick to the sheets. Man, I, yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot yeah. of shit about Airbnbs. Like, people are like saying, check all the mirrors by drawing on them because they might be yeah. double-sided and shit. Me, I'm like, if they want to see me, me fuck them. No, nope, I, I parade around naked and do a little fuck. dance. Fuck it. I'm Absolutely. Fuck it. So. fuck it, I don't care. Any more for him? Cause we got to go. No, that's the, that was my best question. That's okay. all I got. That's all I got left. The hotel the, question. That's, yeah, good. that's pretty good. Well, I tell you what, guys, you about ready to wrap this up, Eric? Yes. Awesome. Well, yeah. Damn right. It's three no, fucking I'm hours, good. guys. He's like, fuck so yeah, I'm we're good. We're going home. This is well, awful experience. <laughs> you have made it another two hours and forty minutes. Woo! Man, is this a record? For a straight shot episode, yes, it, it is. Actually, okay. is. Yeah, we had one that was. You're you're within three minutes. Okay, you're within three. So minutes. If, if we last for another, do you want do you want the record? You, you want, want three record? more minutes? No, I'm. I'm no, <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Good. you sure? I'm you good. sure? You sure? You got the longest episode uh, ever. In all sincerity, though, um, the longest episode ever, which was the first Mike Murray episode, we did it in two parts and blended it. That's so true. this is the phone longest. call. That don't count. Fair enough. And, and yeah. phone call. In person. So. In person. All right, let's try that again. You have made it two hours and 41 minutes. Listen to another episode of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. If for some reason, for some reason. Uh, you God decided that you reason, want to fucking listen. And that's yeah, that's f- awful. Why? I'm sorry. Why would you do why that? Why would you do it to yourself? But if you do. You, if you're trying to punish yourself, this is a good way to do it. Maybe this goes on in the gangbang room. That's what they listen to. They listen to Can us. Can we name the studio that? The gang Can this banger? now be the gangbang yeah. room? I think it's a great fucking idea. Coming to you live from the gangbang room at Blue Rooster Studios in Wasburg, Kentucky. Nobody lasts that long in a gangbang. That's why they listen to us. Yeah, yeah but not two hours and 41 You know, they listen to my buttery smooth voice, and that really just keeps everybody going. seconds in, they're done. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Fuck! I can't even add anything to that. He gives the intro and it's <laughs> for Trooper Michael Burton. Thanks to our guest Eric Jones who drove all the way down here. For my co-host Shay Mullins, I'm LMC. Say goodnight, Shay. I love Colts. He Buy loves t- Colts. Buy some T-shirts. GraphicDisorder.com. And, and from us too, Graphic Disorder makes them. <laughs> See y'all next time. Lord, you went and done it again. You made it through another hour to listening to them hillbillies telling them good old front porch stories. You and don't worry none at all. Them boys will be back faster in a black bear winter, hurt near in a week or two. Until then, hope to see y'all back around these parts soon. That's better. That's better. I just look at that. I thought it was good.